coming at you live or pre-recorded we on a Monday. tried valiantly to get our live stream up and going. We were trying. Um, we have all the stuff. We just need we to uh, contact some people and figure some things out. And we ran out of time to do it tonight. Technology sucks. But we will in the future be, it, instead of like releasing our episodes... So I used to be, we were released on Friday, and then I tried to drop the video like Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. And that way, because I figured maybe they're different audiences, there's always right. something going on. Yeah. Now we're kind of releasing on Mondays, I guess, or Tuesdays. I don't know. We haven't figured it out yet, I guess. Well, I did on Monday. Yeah. And I told everybody it was going to be Monday. So Mondays. So they'll probably come out on Tuesdays or Mondays, right along with the podcast. Or whenever. Or whenever. Um, but anyway, so we talked about live streaming it because we had a couple of people interested in us doing that. Because if you, we live stream it, it's still just on YouTube and Facebook, both right. things. I don't have to like edit and drop the video later. But people can also literally like Facebook message in or YouTube right. message in or text message in. And we can also have like polls, live polls. And just watch us live while we record. And you will see the same video that we are going to put up on YouTube, but you're watching live and can interact with us. And there's really no difference because we don't edit anyway. Right. I mean, when I say edit, I mean, I got to put in, um, you know, a title screen and stuff like that, but we don't edit the content usually unless something breaks. So I don't know. We'll try it. We'll see how it goes. The I think only it could thing be that really not, fun. It could be the only thing we won't be able to have then is like the opening and the end thing that has like... Click this next video, which I think is important. It is. But why couldn't you add that after? I guess you could. I could probably add it into Switcher here and figure it out. Yeah, I think that's a I thing. don't think I'm I'm not under any misconception that anybody is going to watch us live. Oh stream. no, I think people will. But even if they don't, it saves a whole step of processing and, video and putting it on YouTube later. Right, but I think it could be a fun thing on a Thursday night for people that aren't doing anything. And that normally listen to the show, if you know that we're live streaming on a Thursday night. I mean, maybe one night we won't have anybody, but maybe another night we have 10 or 174. Thousand, yeah. You're right. You know, it could be a possibility. You could never be. know. So, and I think it could be really fun. I think our wives would do it. <laughs> I don't think so. But, I think so. I think um, they would. Anyway, so look for that in the future. I think that's an exciting thing that we will be working on. Um. And yeah. yeah, welcome to episode 95. It is 95. Five away from the now, big 100. Last week, you said, like, ooh, I like the ring in 94. No, 95 is where it's at. Disagree. I mean, I like I think, 95 too, but 94 I like better. No, I think when you say 95, like, yeah, that's when Forrest Gump came out. Really? I thought it came out in 94. No, I think it's a 95 movie. We're going to check that out. Yeah, please do, because I'm pretty sure 95 is where it's at. 1994 is when Forrest Gump came out. What? No. July 6, 1994. Oh, damn. Maybe I watched it in 95 then. <laughs> um, when did Jurassic Park come out? 93. Ugh. What came out in 95? Um, well, had to be good things, right? What movies came out in 1995? That's it, a great question, Gerald. I'm it gonna is. I'm going to get you the answer. And to that question right now. Good. That's your job. Every movie released in 1995 from January 1st to December 31st. Well, I'm going to read every single one of them. We have to read every single movie. No, I'm going to give you the highlights, though. Um, I'll give you the top 10 as ranked by IMDb. Okay. 
Or actually, I'm going to give you the top. 74. 100. Um, here is what was released that year. Here's the top 50. Okay. Number one, the net. Number 50, the net. Um, it had um, Sandy oh. in it. Sandy. Uh, Bullock? Sandy Bullock. Number 49, Babe. Number 48, Now and Then. I love Now and Then. Number 47, Judge Dredd. Okay. Number 46, A Goofy Movie. Yeah. Number 45, Four Rooms. Don't have a clue. Oh, I love that movie. It's like Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez. Really? Yeah. Gosh, I guess I need to watch it. Uh, with Tim Roth, Antonio Banderas, and yeah, cool people. I like Tim Roth. Number 44, Tank Girl. Ooh, <laughs> I've watched that. Not very good. Uh, that's got... Uh, What's her name? In that one, Lori Petty. Right? Lori Petty. Yes, she was in Ice uh, League of Their Own. She was in In the Army Now, I believe. Number forty-three, To Die For. Free Willy. She was in that. Number forty-two, The Basketball Diaries. Oh, Amy loves that movie. Uh, every girl that played sports in high school is obsessed with that it's movie. The truth. It is the truth, and she loves that movie. Um, number forty-one, Outbreak. Number forty, mm. Species. I've seen it. Not very good. Number 39, Major Pain. <laughs> I like Major Pain. Number 38, Desperado. Desperado. Yeah. Love that movie. One. That's a good one. Number 37. Isn't it Ante- An- Antonio, Antonio Banderas? That, that's correct. It's <laughs> that, Antonio that Banderas. <laughs> Antonio Banderas. Yeah, it's a Robert Rodriguez movie. I think yeah. I had it on my top 90s action movies list. I am a Desperado. That, that doesn't happen. Is that what he says? Nope. No. Uh, number 37, While You Were Sleeping. Another Sandy Bullock movie. I don't know that one. Um, number 36, In the Mouth of Madness. Wow, I'm going to have to go a little faster. Heavyweights, Empire Records. Love Heavyweights. Ghost in the Shell. Love that one. Yeah. Um, the Quick and the Dead. I mean, yes. Love that one, too. That's the one, the, not the yeah, I know. original. Die Hard with a Vengeance, Tommy Boy, Billy Madison. <laughs> Tommy Boy and Billy Madison and Friday. in the same year? And Friday. And Friday. And Congo. Congo. I watched and that. That scared the daylights out of me. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat! And Pocahontas. And Apollo 13. And oh Casper. And Love Casper. Waterworld. And oh, Waterworld. Two Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Patrick Swayze. <laughs> Listen, movie. we're st- we're here's the top 20. Okay. That Bad Boys. Love it. Sense and Sensibility. Don't know it. The American President. Mm. Showgirls. Okay. Before Wasn't Sunrise. Wasn't allowed to watch it ever. <laughs> uh, it's a funny movie. Showgirls? It's so campy. I've never watched so bad. it. I was never allowed, and I still stick to it. Here's a great one. Leaving Las Vegas. Yeah, very good. 12 Monkeys. Oh, that's different. Toy Story. Love it. Goldeneye. Love it. Batman Forever. Love it. Hackers. Don't know it. Jumanji. Love oh, it. I don't know Hackers. Uh, Casino. Good. Heat. Good. Clueless. Eh. Kids. That is something that nobody should watch. Uh, the Usual Suspects. Fine. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? That movie's amazing. That's Braveheart funny. and Seven. Braveheart and Seven. Seven is number one. Yeah, makes sense. I don't know Braveheart? if I agree with it, but Seven's pretty good. That is a hell of a lot of amazing movies Holy released. Crap. Could you imagine if that happened now? If those that line and they're of movies, all original. Yeah, every single no, one well, of those. I don't know if every single one of them. No, I guess them. no. Most of some of them aren't, but most of them are original movies. Yeah. If that lineup of movies came out. Today, like Holy 2021, crap. here's the lineup of movies. Literally all classics, basically. And you put Clueless up there? 
Everyone's going to be like, what? I love Clueless. I know. That's what I'm saying. I like it too. <laughs> that is a great, I mean, that's amazing. Toy Story, Jumanji. Though, there's at least a dozen in there, or probably more than 12 in there that I would consider like cinematic history level movies. So now, now you see why 95. I think I'm going to agree with you. where it's at. I think I'm going to have to agree with you after I, seeing that. I mean, Heavyweights alone. Come on. I know. Heavyweights, that's a very good movie. I just watched that with the kids. They loved it. Yeah, I watch it with the boys sometime on, in the uh, summer. Disney Plus. Recently. Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we watched it on the Plus. So anyway, Jerry, um, like episode that. 95, uh, that means you got four more episodes, four more weeks, a month to finish up your coloring contest entry and yeah. get that into us. Um, I can't wait for our winners. I know. I'm so excited to see what comes in. I've had some people tell me like, oh, well, you know, this person's kid's doing it. They have, you have to give it to them. You, you have to. Bullshit. And <laughs> I looked at him, I was like, what? No, I don't. Like, well, you know, it's somebody in the area. It's their kids. Hmm. I don't know if you know how competitions work. That was just like, but will they? Are they the best? If they're the best colorer, are they the best? Do they deserve one hundred and fifty dollars worth of cash prizes? If they do it the best, then yes, they will win. If they don't, there will be. This is something that's going to hang in the Snarf Studio. We're not screwing around here. No, this is going to have to be historic level coloring. And I think we're going to get it. It's just like somebody else that mentioned to us the other day. They're like, um, hey, a friend of ours, close mm-hmm. friend of ours. It's like, mm, not anymore. Get us, uh, hey, um, <laughs> can you give me one of those hoodies? Like, uh, just give me a hoodie. And I'm like, no, I'm not just giving you a hoodie. <laughs> it's, what do you think? They grow on trees? Right. And we make no money off of this. <laughs> right. So therefore, that cost us that money <laughs> right. to I'm produce like, these why things. Why don't you pu- purchase a hoodie? That right. would be a nice thing to do be a phenomenal thing to do if you could just buy a hoodie from us and then we could just recoup the cost of paying for that hoodie. Right, exactly. So, yeah, that reminds me. We have hoodies for sale and it's oh, sweatshirt we weather's coming. Doesn't feel like it today, not tomorrow, but by Monday it'll feel like it. Really? 50 degrees. As a high? I believe so, yeah. It was 84 today on it's my way be, home. Yeah, it's <laughs> it was going to be like that through the weekend, but then it's going to get cool next week. Oh, all right. Yeah, so, cool weather. I love hoodie weather. Yeah, who doesn't love? We a have a hoodie? bunch of hoodies. We got a bunch of T-shirts. Um, they are very cool and reasonably priced. Plush. Yeah, I think and that's a good word to say, right? Everybody needs to get a hold of one. I really do like the hoodies. I've been I wore mine. The hoodies uh, are amazing. A couple times already, and it's very comfy. I had my my sister the other day. She texted me and she said she was having some hoodies made for her business. She said, "Hey, what what were the hoodies?" What, what like uh, company makes those hoodies? And did you say buy one and I'll tell you? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. So I said I don't. I don't know. I didn't know. She said, "Well, do you remember what the color was? Because I like that color and I want to get our logo on that same color hoodie." And I, I said, "Well, that's not possible because it's that's proprietary our color <laughs> hoodie, right? So you can't just steal our color." I'm glad you did that of a hoodie. You're right. You can't <laughs> for another company. <laughs> right. That's not fair. I mean, it's like John Deere Green, right? Like nobody else uses John Deere Green. Right. That is Snarf Talk Blue, Indigo. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> oh, is that all it is? Yeah. Indigo? It's Indigo. Indigo Blue. You just gave our secret away. Dang it. <laughs> oh, 
Darn it all. Actually, you can just get that hoodie um, with whatever you want on it if you go visit our friend Paul Waters at Third Degree Design and Apparel. Paulie Waters. In Morris, My man. Illinois. I just talked to him on the ride over here to the studio tonight. Really? Yeah. Paulie H2O. I was talking to him about, uh, as we know, his passion is for movie posters. Yeah. yeah more than one. anything in the world. And October is Batman month. He's got eight posters lined up. Oh, I'm going to have some oh pictures of them for gosh. everything. He's got uh, the original 1989 Batman. He's got two Batman Returns posters, different ones. And he's got um, a Batman Begins poster. He has a like a Heath Ledger Why So Serious poster, that mm-hmm. one. He's got a Joker poster uh, from the new Joker movie. How many is that? I don't know. He's, got, he's got some other ones. He's got, I think, seven or eight total. But that reminds me. I bought a little something for our studio. You did? I did. I bought something. Do we need to see that like right now? Yes, we do need to see that. You're going to have to check out the YouTube to see it, podcasters. But I'm seeing it for the first time right now because I did not know about this. You're going to have to narrate this. As he yanks it out of this cardboard box that looks like quite the contraption because apparently it's very hard to pull out. Oh, it's big. It's a Swamp Thing poster. I was just going to say, does he have any Swamp Thing posters? Because that's what I would like to buy. And you have bought one. Original. Original. Po- Where did you find this? It's the original Swamp Thing eBay. movie. Yeah, the, the 19, what was it, 82, 83, 84, something Four, like that. Four, I thought. Swamp yeah. Thing, original, certificate of authenticity, Swamp Thing poster. Oh, my gosh. Now... It is folded up because it is an old poster, and that's the way you get them. That's yeah, the way they I don't come. care. It looks great. It really does. Even folded up, like the quality of that looks great. I can I touch it? Yeah. <laughs> now uh, the company or the place that I bought it from, or the guy I bought it from on eBay, he just because he wanted to threw in two extra movie posters into the box when he sent it to me. You want to see what they are? No I don't way. I don't even know what they are. You haven't even looked at them? Oh my gosh. This is like Christmas, fella. This literally I just seen it sitting on the table one minute before I came over here. Oh my gosh. This poster, this swamp thing poster. We had a friend send us a uh, image of a sale. The cannonball run. Burt Reynolds, Roger Moore, Farrah Fawcett. Original Cannonball Run poster that I can guarantee you will be a giveaway. (laughs) Dom DeLuise. I don't know. I like it. Uh, Yeah, Farrah Fawcett. Dean Martin. Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, Yeah, baby. Mm. You just sounded like Bruce Jenner. (laughs) That's fine. Yeah, baby. Bruce Jenner doesn't say that. Oh, oh, shit. Uh, She can't say that. Caitlyn Jenner. (laughs) That wasn't nice. She says that? Have you ever seen this? There's this guy, um, Kyle Dunnigan, on Instagram. He's a comedian. He's friends with Joe Rogan. And he has the funniest Instagram channel you've ever seen. Kyle Dunnigan. Look it up. No, I've never seen it. And he does these face swap videos. And he's kind of most famous for doing uh, Caitlyn Jenner. And so he acts like her, and he does a face swap. So it's her face, but it's him. Yeah. And that's how he talks. He's like, yeah, baby. <laughs> I didn't know about this. And he's got this great one where he does like a Zoom meeting with uh, the with the, uh, his daughters, I guess. Yeah. So it'll be Correct. like um, Kim Kardashian. And I don't know the other one's names, but the one of them. Courtney. 
One of them is real dumb, I guess. I mean, they're all dumb, but one of them is really dumb. Yeah, I don't know. And I so think, yeah, he does face swap of all them too. So he's like, he's like, <laughs> what are you doing, Kendall? I think it's Kendall. 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 Yeah. And she's just like, Bing, Bing, Bong, <laughs> Bing, Bing, Boom, Boom, Bong. <laughs> That's pretty good. And then he does this one of Caitlyn Jenner in her car, like doing a, a Instagram video, and, uh, and when she hits, <laughs> when she hits the guy. When, she, when he ran over the guy. Yeah. She ran over the guy. Yeah. Killed him. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought she just hit a car. Oh, no. She ran over and killed somebody. Wow. Before. I don't know. I don't yes, want to okay. talk about it anymore. Yes. I get it. Next poster that you got f- for free. Which will be another giveaway, I'm sure. These are original movie posters. I want all of them. I have no idea what that is. Poltergeist to the other side. Yep. Any horror fans that are into Poltergeist. Uh, Paul is, is, and I told him. Especially Poltergeist 2. I told him I had uh, extra posters, so I got to call him and let him know what they are. But um, Poltergeist 2 was an obscenely bad movie, so he might not want it. Yeah. I I don't even know if I've... I don't think I've ever even seen a Poltergeist movie. I was kind of too young for it. Kicking and screaming. There you go. So there was three extra posters in there. Um, I don't care. This Swamp Thing one makes up for it. I I want to sleep on that poster. I think I paid 50 bucks for it. I'll give you... a little high. A little higher than I... With with shipping included. I'll give you 30. Give me 30? Yeah. Well, I paid 45 and then shipping was... No. I paid forty and shipping was ten dollars. No, I paid thirty five and shipping was fifteen dollars. That's what it was. Which because I thought I'd go fifteen dollars for shipping. Seems a little seems out- like outrageous. It, yeah, it seems a little high. But I'll give you thirty for it and we'll keep it in the studio. Okay. And Deal. then you can just say it's mine. <laughs> um <laughs> I either way, it's fine. You buy the frame. How about that? Ooh, I can do that. Yeah. What's the size? I don't know. I gotta figure that out. Who frames things? Uh Roger Rabbit. Oh he no, does. that was the question. No, he was framed. He was framed, yeah. That's a great movie too. Do you know who framed him? I don't remember who did frame him. I thought it was a girl. Was it his wife? Jessica Rabbit? No. There was some something happened. She I'm, was doing something a little Yeah, on the side that was a little skeezy. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Well, can't trust you. Um, I don't remember who framed him. I don't either. I'm gonna have to watch that again, but that was a good movie. Or did that? That didn't come out in '95. It did not. No, that was earlier than that. Yeah, for sure. Because I remember that. So that guy, what's that guy's name? That was the main character, one of the main characters in Who Framed Roger God. Rabbit. That wasn't a cartoon. Yeah, he was gonna be Wolverine. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Bob Hoskins or something like that. Bill Hoskins. Um, Bob Hoskins. No, you're right. It's Bob Hoskins. And that short. Stout dude, they wanted to play Bob Hoskins. Yeah, Wolverine. He was awesome, though. He could but, play Wolverine. Yeah, in the comics, that's the way it was portrayed. Is like a he's very short. Which I, holla at your boy. I just watched. Uh, I've been short watching people. the nineteen, like the mid nineties Spider Man uh, cartoon with Jet because Jet is obsessed with Spider Man. It's all he wants to watch. Okay, but he only Good. wants to watch that '90s one. He won't watch like the newer, like Ultimate Spider-Man, even though some of them are really good. The newer ones, um, but he always wants to watch the '90s one, which I'm great with. 
So the other day I was scrolling through because there's like 70 episodes. Is that all? Yeah. I think it was like probably, no, there's got to be more than that because there's usually 20 per episode, per season. There's a lot. I don't know. There's a bunch of episodes. And uh, I found this. There was like a five episode run because all those kind of were like in four episode story arcs. Okay. And there was a, and there, they'd be like part one, part two, part three. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was one whole one that was a crossover with the X-Men animated series. Really? It's great. Yeah. And sounds great. the one I was watching that particular time was the whole, whole thing was like Spider-Man and Wolverine together that whole episode. Mm-hmm. And a love affair. <laughs> yeah. They fought. Oh, but then they loved each other at the end. Uh, they, they did get along at the end. They were trying to save beast. I love Beast. Beast is one of my favorite characters yeah. of X-Men. I think he's a phenomenal character. I think he's very strong. He's very brutal when he needs to be. Um, and very intelligent. Got I, a thought, brain. I thought you'd be like a... You'd strike me more of a Gambit fan. No, not in the slightest. No, mon ami? No, I don't like Gambit in the slightest. That's like everybody's favorite is Gambit. No, not mine. Wolverine, absolutely. Love Beast. Well, I want to tell you what. After watching that episode, I'm like, they didn't do Wolverine as well as I remember in that X-Men animated series, I feel like. Because he never, he can't do anything because it's a cartoon. Right, it's a cartoon, but he was always, you know, the grumpy guy. He was grumpy. Yeah, I love the grumpy guy. I am the farthest from being a grumpy guy. I like the grumpy guys. Yeah. You know, and I love Wolverine. Yeah. And I... I've been having the boys over the summer watch the X-Men animated series on Fox. It's pretty good. It's very good. It's really... it's The story is like deep and It's heavy. really easy to sit down and watch. But I think it's like got really good story it to does. it. It does. It really does. And it surprises me as a Saturday morning cartoon being that, I don't know. I feel the same way about the heavy. Spider-Man one. It's like... I don't remember it being that way as a child, right? But I was dumb. Yeah. I was dumb as a brick as a kid. Yeah, they were worried about me. Turns out I did have a brain, not you know, hundred percent functioning, but enough to be a normal person of society. And I still look back at this X Men show and think, I like you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I do know. You see, see what I'm saying? I do. I think it's good. The boys liked it. And they wanted to watch it more, but then I kind of forgot to like keep on them yeah. to watch that. And then they got into Fortnite, and it's been a downhill slope yeah, since, and my life has been ruined. Yeah, we basically pulled back on the Fortnite. Oh, we don't play at all during the week. That's what we are doing Nothing. now. I think maybe. So we have no, this is what we do with the boys, is that we have no electronics during the week, Monday through Friday. Friday night when they get home from school is when it starts, but only if they've been good. Yeah. Basically. And then it's basically like if they're good listeners. Fortnite Bonanza. And then so Saturday and Sunday is basically Fortnite Bonanza for a time during the day. It basically in the mornings when we don't want to deal with things right. and we're like getting ready to do stuff. But then once the afternoon hits, we kind of pull back from it again. Um, but that's the only thing we do for any electronics. That's iPads. It doesn't matter what it is. It's like anything. They can watch some TV, but we pulled really hard back on the electronics thing. Yeah. That, which has been met with some revolt. Really? <laughs> if you could imagine. Yeah, they do not like that. 
But and every single day they're like, they come home and Grant will be like, hey, so dad, can I play the Nintendo Switch? No, you why, can't. Why, why, are, why are you asking? Why are you such a like bad and or evil dad? Oh, I'm not at all. I think it's very good for them to not do that. Yeah, but all week, mm-hmm. Monday through Friday. I know. I mean, we do this. We've we, <laughs> we've been doing the same thing with yeah. Cash, and it's fine. No, it absolutely is. They're fine with it. It's he not like doesn't they're, complain about it. Really, they're not rolling around screaming and throwing a fit. But every day when they come home, they're like, it, "It's always Grant. Grady doesn't say anything. He knows it's the rule." But Grant's like, "So what about if I?" You know, do my, he'll say, if I do my homework, take a shower, brush my teeth, then get Nintendo. Nope. No, you can't have it. But what if I listen? <laughs> it's like, no. You, well, you're, you're not you listening s- right now. You still so. can't. But maybe Friday night, if you're a good listener the rest of the week, you can have that. <sighs> Darn it. All right. And then he walks away. And it's all fine. They play outside and everything's good. Yeah. But. It really sucks for them though when you they don't have it. They can't use anything all week, and then you get to the weekend, and then you're like gone all week. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> get to I know. And then Grady has like baseball practice, and then we have a soccer game, and which all is kind of crap. It's fine. It is very fine. The worst part about it is though, and you can see it clearly after they've had these electronics on Sunday night when we're like, all right, and we go and like lock all of the we literally like put it in a different room lock it up they can't get it and it is like meltdown really city oh yeah for grady and grant it's like meltdown city it's the end of the world everything that they know has crumbled before them and they nothing exists like everything's ruined Really, guys? Like, you know this is coming on Sunday night. But when Sunday night comes, it's the end of the world for them. And they don't do well with it every single Sunday night. But then Monday hits, and it's a new week. Yeah. Cash is pretty good at it. He doesn't say too much. I, you know, we don't take, we don't take the TV away so they can watch TV. Right. And the boys can still watch TV some. We took YouTube away. Yeah. They can't watch YouTube. We've taken, we've... I've deleted or I've deleted it off all the iPads, except I haven't deleted it off Cash's iPad yet. But he hasn't really been watching it, so I don't. Really That's all Grady and Grant. He really want to honestly watch hasn't YouTube. even used his iPad lately because he's been using the Nintendo. So here's the hypocritical part: is that I like to watch YouTube a lot, but I, it's not to the point that like. Do you uh, at, disappear into an obsession over it and then throw tantrums? No. No. (laughs) So I think you're fine to use it. Yeah, no. But I've never had anybody like over me say, you cannot watch this at a time that I wanted to watch it because I may throw a tantrum. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I'd take that really well. (laughs) Um, But we we deleted it all, but they know how to download it back. They know how to get apps back on our TV. It's super aggravating. Just put a password on it. Can you do that with the fire stick? Oh my gosh, you're so dumb. I've never looked into it. Yeah. Never, I've literally never looked yes, into it. Yes, in there's the a site. whole section on the settings of parental controls. I should probably do that. And you can put a past pin code. Oh, that would make a lot of sense yeah. if I did that because they keep downloading YouTube and I'm like, 
<sighs> damn you. Damn you like, darn kids smarter than me. I pretty much just spend all my time trying to convince my kids to watch like a different movie, just something different. Yeah. And they always want to watch the same things. And they're usually things that I don't want to watch. They're awful. Yeah. Yeah. Although they have been watching uh, the new on Netflix Jurassic Park, Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. Yeah, the animated it's good. show. Yeah, the boys have been watching that a lot too, and I they all it. like it. They all like it a lot. Graham is like real hardcore into it. Yeah, I mean, I he loves dinosaurs. really enjoy it. So I never watched it. Well, I mean, I don't enjoy it, but it's not bad. I've watch. heard it roaring at me in the background. Yeah. But other than that, I've never really watched Dude, it. I, wa- I walked in the other day and they were watching this episode where they're basically, because it's like pre-Jurassic World or like during Jurassic World, basically, the movie. Okay, so it's after the like original trilogy of Jurassic Park. No, it, it's like concurrent with Jurassic World. Okay. The first of the new movies. Yes. Um, and there's this scene where the Indominus Rex gets out. Mm-hmm. And they're like running from it. Isn't that the movie? Yes, but that's the show too. Okay. And it straight up eats a dude. Really? There's a guy on the ground saying, get out of here. And then the dinosaur comes up and you see the dinosaur and you see the guy. And then the next scene you hear, you don't see the guy and you just hear crunch. And really? And you see his hat fly off. Like, so he died. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, this is a little intense. Wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> so this is rated like NC-17. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It's probably... What does the NC stand for? I don't know. That's a good question. You've got the PG, which is parental guidance. And then once you get above PG-13, you get to rated R. You know, that's above 17. But what's the NC-17 thing? No children under 17 admitted. NC, no children. But I mean, what's isn't that rated R? Uh, no. Rated R is eighteen. Um, no, rated R is not eighteen. It's, it's 17. seventeen. I don't know. So NC- no children. Oh, oh, it's because you can go into a rated R movie with your parents. I don't think you can an NC seventeen movie. Oh, you can't. Or like an adult, you can go with a, a guardian as un, as an underage person for a rated for R, rated but R. not in NC seventeen. So that's a first of all. Guideline. I've never seen anything rated NC seventeen like in, in the movie theaters. No, it's no. always been on TV. So how do you is anything on TV rated that? I've seen it on TV NC seventeen. It's oh. the only time I've ever seen it. Um, so let's see. Rated R restricted under seventeen requires accompanying of a parent or adult guardian. Right. Um. Rated X or now it's rated NC-17. They're the same thing. Oh, they are. No one under 17 admitted regardless. Okay. So that's like an X rating. So uh, I didn't know that. X rated films such as Midnight Cowboy. (laughs) Yes. Please give us some movie names. Uh, Well, that was a famous movie. And it was famous that it was rated X because it. I don't think it had. What is it? uh, Midnight Cowboy was a. Movie from like the 60s about like a gay couple, but it wasn't like explicit, it was just rated X because there was gay people. It was gay I people. think I could totally be wrong. Um, and they were hating on it. It had John Voight and Dustin Hoffman. I mean, it was a big movie. Holy smokes, there so might was... be nothing to do about um, <laughs> gay people 
in it. So you made that up? Midnight Cowboy depicts, <laughs> depicts the unlikely friendship between two hustlers, naive prostitute Joe Buck, played by John Voight. So he was a male prostitute. Joe Buck, the MLB announcer. And alien con man He's Ratso Rizzo, played by Dustin Hoffman. It won three Academy Awards, Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Adapted Screenplay. Holy crap. It's the only X-rated movie ever to win Best Picture. It's listed in the AFI 100 Greatest American Films of All Time list. But what got it rated X? That's my question. I think because he was a male prostitute. And I think it was the 60s and they're like... Like, you can't show that. I don't think they showed it. I think he just was like... I don't know. So there was no wiener? Um, I don't think so, but I don't know. Like hardcore, flaccid <laughs> wiener. I'm not sure. But anyway, another one was A Clockwork Orange, which is a uh, Stanley Kubrick movie. Yeah, that's a crazy movie. I watched it. It is a crazy movie. I enjoy it, but it's not as good as I think everybody thinks it makes it out to be, in my opinion. Yeah, it's pretty good. They Um, were understood to be unsuitable for children, but not pornographic and intended for adults in the general population. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And I think that's what that should be rated. Um, If anybody wondered about my rating system, I would agree. Rated J for Jerry. (laughs) J-A. Jerry approved. (laughs) Jerry approved. Do you let your kids watch R-rated movies? No. I don't think they've ever watched an R-rated movie. Well, like, would you let them watch The Dark Knight? That's rated R. No, it's not. It wasn't? No. The first comic book movie rated R was Deadpool. Everything be- before that was PG-13. Okay. Well, still. So we started watching The Dark Knight, but none of them have been very enthralled with it. Because the beginning's so yeah, relatively really slow kids. for a kid. Right. You know, and they just don't follow it, and they don't care about it. They want the action part of it. So if you start the movie in the middle, they would watch it all day long. But yeah. in the beginning, like building up to what's happening, no, they won't sit down and watch that. The first R-rated movie I ever saw in theaters was Air Force One. I love Air Force One. Yeah. It's one of my favorite Nicolas Cage movies. Um, wrong. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, what was that one that Nicolas Cage was in? Uh, Con Air. Con Air. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Air Force One had... Um, Harrison Ford. Yes, that guy. Um. Anyway, do you got some news? I do. Uh, let me pull it up here. So, two weeks ago, Sony had this pre-order of the PS5. Correct. And it went somewhat poorly. A lot of people couldn't access websites, had a problem with like big the big websites that they were releasing this pre-order on. They couldn't get in and, and pre-order anything. So then Xbox Series X or S, there's two new Xboxes coming out. There's a Series X that is the $499 level, and then the Series S that is a $299 level. What the difference is, I don't know. I didn't look into it. But I've wanted to pre-order the Series X. I was going to get it. Got online, ready to rock and roll on Tuesday. Um for this pre-order and Microsoft came out with a statement saying, we've got this streamlined way better 
with all of these different companies. So like Walmart, Target, Amazon, Best Buy, um, a couple other places that they were doing the pre-order sales with GameStop and another one. Um, and they're like, we've got it streamlined with these companies. It's going to go so much better than what Sony did. Like, don't worry about it. And then the launch happened. Boom. At 10 o'clock central time. And I immediately get on trying to access Amazon first. Amazon came up as if there was no pre-order. They didn't change anything on their website. So then I went to Best Buy. They did the same thing. Nothing changed at 10 o'clock or even 10.30 or 11. Nothing changed. It was like as if a pre-order didn't exist. Then I went to Walmart, and they had a pre-order, and it said out of stock. And then I went to Target, and they let me get to a checkout section, and then it wouldn't let me check out. It let me put it in my cart, and I couldn't check out. So then I left there and went to GameStop. GameStop put me in an online queue, and it said, you're in line. Don't refresh the page. We'll refresh it for you. Wait here in line. Well, it didn't change. So then I went back to Best Buy, and then they showed the pre-order. It's like, sweet. Put it in my cart, trying to check out. Nothing worked. Everything failed for their pre-order. And then at like 11.30, everything was still failing. And then I started looking it up online and there was so many articles coming out, boom, like rapid fire of a disastrous pre-order for the Xbox and nothing worked. Nobody really knows if anybody even got a pre-ordered Xbox Series X because uh, nobody has actually said I've successfully ordered anything. Um, apparently Walmart had a successful like launch on their website Nobody said that they actually got a device. Hmm. So nobody really knows. Uh, were you getting the X? Then? Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at the differences, and I think you'd want to go with the X. Yeah. It's got That's... a bigger CPU, bigger graphics card, more storage, more RAM, and it also has a 4K Blu-ray disk drive, whereas the other one's just no no disk drive. No disk drive, Digital yeah. only. Um, plus 4K. And then, so a lot of people had a very successful experience getting a PS5. It just was a lot of lag and hard to get in, but people successfully got them. All the articles like I read. all sold out now or something? Yeah. The pre-order's done. There's nothing else available. So now you have to wait for the actual launch for Xbox, which is November 10th. Uh, they're going to have a launch. So that, that, that way you get it, even if you like... Uh, buy it on the day and it has to be delivered to you or what happens, you'll get it before the holiday. Right. Supposed to. Um, I still haven't decided what I want to get. If I want an Xbox or a PlayStation. I haven't had a PlayStation in a long time. Yeah, me either. I haven't Um, either. But but they have all these great exclusive games. I know, but then Xbox just bought exclusive rights to a lot of different stuff. What, though? I'd have to look it up. But there was one really big company. Miles Morales? Well, no, I don't think they would have that. That's a completely Sony... Right. Thing. This is the problem. I want that game. So you're going to have to buy the PS5 and I'll get the Xbox and then we're even. What is it called? Xbox Series X? Yes. Really stupid name. <laughs> really stupid. Um, so I just read this article on how the Xbox, everybody, you know, everybody's been counting them out saying, oh, Sony's got all the exclusive titles and all this. But that whatever approach that this new Xbox is taking is apparently like wildly different. State O the art. Yeah, so... Better than Sony. <laughs> that's what I've heard. 
That's I, I have too. It's the computing power of the system is supposed to be a lot better. What does that matter though? Do you feel like you're lacking computer power right now when you play Red Dead Redemption severely. and it's in 4K Just severely. and it's ridiculously awesome looking? And I have the original Xbox One. Yeah, so, so do I. <laughs> well, no, actually, I I don't. I got a new one. No, you're way last upgraded. Year. Last year I got a new one because I got a, well. I was planning on buying a 4K TV for Black you, Friday. So you have the Xbox One S. I got the Xbox One X. S. No, X. This is what's confusing about oh, it. Oh, see? So you're even one up from the X. So don't tell me you have the original Xbox One. I do, actually. It's still sitting in my... Uh, uh, I, have, I have to sell it. I'm going to sell it. Nobody's going to buy that. Nobody's going to buy it? Um, all right. I'm trying to look up exclusive games. No, I, there, there was just an article out about uh, Microsoft getting the rights to... I mean, I, it's just... The problem is I don't care about Halo or Gears of War. And those are like the two exclusive titles. How do you titles. not care about Halo? I just don't. I don't I care. loved it. It's fine. In my day. Um, okay. We had super LAN parties with Halo when I was deployed. We'd run wires to different trailers and play against each other. As dusk falls, it was a, it was a time. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but that's for both, right? I don't know. Yeah, it is both. Atomic Heart. See, I don't know what it no, is. No, there was a Battlefield Six, I believe, is a no. It's both. Borderlands Three, that's for both. Um, I don't know, man. It's taking too much time. Yeah, you are taking too much time. So, Elder Scrolls 6, going to be on the Xbox Series exclusive. Elder Scrolls is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's what I want to get then. Xbox Series X games list all confirmed at launch. Uh, next, I'm going to let that load. But So, uh, the boys... Oh, Dragon Age 4 is going to be exclusive. And that game... And Dragon Age is one of my favorite games. I never games. played them. Oh, they're amazing. Anyway. You've played them? Oh, and there's a new Fable game coming out. Done. I've already decided. Well, I told you it's better. You don't want to listen to me. Yeah, Fable, State of Decay 3, Forza, Everwild, Avowed as Dusk Falls, Psychonauts, Stalker 2, Tetris Effect, The Gunk, The Medium, Warhammer, 40,000. Crossfire X. Do you remember Crossfire, like the tabletop game? I have it still. Do you At really? my parents' house, yeah. Crossfire! We should bring it over here the, to our studio. Yeah. I don't remember the whole song. I just remember him yelling, Crossfire. And I had it as a kid, and you shot basically ball bearings. Yeah, ball bearings. So there was a little spinner. There was a spinner, and you had to shoot the spinner with the ball bearings into, into their thing, like a soccer net. Yes. But it was like a, just an open air hockey thing. Right. Okay. All right. Next news. Um, hang on. I'm looking. I'm looking at something. Don't bother me. Well, <laughs> all right. I guess we'll move on. Uh, next news: The Boys is getting a college-themed spinoff series on Amazon Prime. A Interesting college-themed spinoff series. What does that mean? According to Deadline, the R-rated spinoff of The Boys will take place on a superhero college campus run by Vought International. Um, the it's untitled. It's described as an irreverent R-rated series that explores the lives of hormonal competitive soups as they put their physical, sexual, and moral boundaries to the test. 
competing for their the best contacts in best cities, part college show, part Hunger Games, with all heart, satire, and raunch of the boys. Okay. So it's basically them learning how to be soups, like, uh, with a company, and then they're all competing to try to get the best cities, right? Oh. To be involved with, like, the best cities and put themselves out there as the best superhero to protect your city. And I... I'm in for it. I mean, I think. definitely. I'll watch it for sure. If I don't this know is that like I'm Saved like, by the Bell superhero edition, I'm in. I don't know if only if it's Saved by the Bell, the college years. The college years superhero edition. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, I don't think it's that's going to be that, but that's fine. I'll watch it for sure. Uh, I think I'm in for it too. Um, I'm sure there's going to be blood, guts, sex, curse words. And all your favorite things. Yeah. It's gonna have <laughs> everything a, else. It's gonna be J A rated. Um, but they're Jerry approved. Yeah, Jerry approved. Thumbs up. Uh, they haven't said anybody that's gonna produce it or put it together. It's just a deadline report that this is what was happening with Amazon Prime. So um I don't doubt that Amazon Prime will do everything in its power to recreate the boys. Uh, so sure. especially after the second of season, that, there's so, going to be a new episode tonight when we get home. There is. So the second season is doing very well. And I'm sure if they do a third season, it'll do very well, but you have to expect a, a downtrend, right? At some point. Well, it was a massive uptrend to season two, right? It was, but I mean, have, it's not quite at Cobra Kai level, but it's getting there. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. How could it not be at Cobra Kai Kai level? Because Cobra Kai is the best. I've only, I haven't made it through very far of Cobra Kai so far. What else you got? Um, so the new Suicide Squad movie that's coming out with James Gunn. Yes, they've already started like making shows based off of characters from this movie. That seems like an unfortunate idea. Doesn't it? So John <laughs> Shows Cena. for what? It's Well, John Cena will reply, reprise his peacemaker role from the James Gunn Suicide Squad movie in a new comedy action series on HBO Max. So okay. if as you long haven't as ever it's seen, something on HBO Max, something, that's fine. So if you haven't ever seen Peacemaker, he is like a Captain America slash Judge Dredd. Yeah, he's basically like the Captain America character. But Judge Dredd because he has a gun. Yeah. And he has like a helmet type deal. Yeah. That looks more Judge Dreddish. Um but he apparently is going to be peacemaker for a role that James Gunn um is going to be involved with. Uh James Gunn is on board to write all eight episodes while also directing the Peacemaker pilot. Uh the Suicide Squad producer Peter Safran will serve as executive producer with Gunn as Cena will serve as co-executive producer. So John Cena's involved with it as well, besides just starring in it. Hmm. Um, they're all on board. HBO Max is on board, and they are apparently going to put it together. I'm in. I don't understand why they're doing this before that movie ever came out. I understand you got to put pieces in place to... You know, I think that movie's probably going to be really big, but then again, I think about it. Well, the first Suicide Squad, which wasn't was suppo- good... Was supposed to be huge. It was. It did like $800 million. Did it really? Yes. I guess I don't remember it that. It did big time. It was huge. And um, it was terrible. Was and it? this is 
wouldn't be way better. I tell you what, when I first saw Suicide Squad, so this was one of the movies that I had left work one day, and I was just like, you know what, I'm done with this job right now. And I just left early, and I went to the Louis Joliet Mall. This is, mind you, this is before COVID, okay? So you could go to the movie theater on your own without a mask. Yeah. Eat popcorn. Drink it's so wild weird. cherry I, Pepsi. I, it's like I don't even remember that world. I know. Isn't it weird to it talk about? It is weird. And I did this. I would do this on a, a daily basis yeah. sometimes. And I went to this place on my own. Other people in the room with me. Crazy. Watched Suicide Squad in an afternoon and kind of enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it at the movie theater. I thought it was relatively fun. Now, granted... I usually enjoy most movies that I see in a movie theater while at, you're watching them. While I'm watching them, I exit the movie. I still talk highly about it. The next day is when I kind of reflect and I'm like, hmm, didn't really care about that part. Didn't really care about this part. Well, I mean, don't know say, if I like this. I mean, honestly, I didn't mind it that much when I first saw it either. It took me a second watch to realize that it's bad. It's, well, so that's what I was going to say. I rewatched it recently. Um, and it is awful. But I will maintain, the beginning of the movie is pretty good. Like, the first half hour. Will Smith is good. The first half hour is good when they're doing, like, the little vignettes of the each character and, like, some of their backstory. I yep. thought that part was great. After that, it just turns into straight dog shit. Yeah. I mean, the whole, like... Um, it's the fake people. The fake villains, yeah. That they have to kill. Makes or get no rid of, and like the villain itself is a bad choice, and what the, the the whole plot of this of the movie is just bad. It's it's irrelevant, is what. It's yeah, just, it really is. There's no point to it. Makes no sense. Um, a lot of the acting is very good. Obviously, Harley Quinn from that movie has had a very successful time. Um. Margot Robbie did a very good job. Will Smith did a very good job. But everybody else is relatively forget, forgettable. Like, it's not good. So this movie, I don't doubt James Gunn can do a very good job. And I think he will do a very good job with this movie. And I think it'll be uh, taken and do a better. I just think it's insane that you're going to take this very obscure character that most people don't know about. And HBO Max is already going to be like, yep. That's John Cena. Let's throw some money down. That's why it's happening. He's a superstar. I mean, is he? I think so. He's not The Rock. No, but they want him to be. They want him to be The Rock. He's like the poor man's rock, basically. He really is. He's like, yeah. He's like, you guys all remember how The Rock is pretty much the greatest human being on earth. Right. Yeah. I could be that too. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got another guy who was also a wrestler. He's shorter. He's whiter. <laughs> And He's John Cena. His name is John Cena. Not as catchy as The Rock. Crew cut. It's just a name. <laughs> yeah. Grady loves John Cena. So maybe this will be a win for Grady. Um, he's not bad. He actually, he's a pretty halfway decent actor. I, I saw him in that um, really stupid firefighter movie. Um, the kids Grady movie. was there watching it with you. It's not bad. It was pretty funny, actually. What was it called? I don't remember. It's not Firefighter worth, John Cena? Not worth remembering the name of the movie. <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. You oh, it remember a, it was a dumb kids movie. I mean, yeah, it wasn't. But you remember movies that The Rock's in, even kids movies. You remember he's them. been in some bad movies. Absolutely, he has been. But he's also like, been in movies that you remember. Yeah, John Cena has not. 
No, I know. Maybe Suicide Squad will be one of those movies. Yeah, but, maybe it'll be his big break. And maybe Peacemaker will be a TV show that he excels at. But as of right it. now, I think it's kind of campy and dumb that you're going to take this this really obscure character and try to make a series off of yeah, him. Yeah, like Guardians again, of the Galaxy. That didn't that's work what I out was at just, all. I was just going to say. But then again, just like Guardians of the Galaxy or Doom Patrol. You know, Doom Patrol on the outside looks like a completely stupid movie or TV show when you've got like a robot guy and anybody else in the show, they're all kind of goofy. I don't know. Season one of Doom Patrol is one of my favorite things ever, and I still haven't watched season two. No, I haven't either. Umbrella Academy, that seems really dumb on the outside. The first season was okay. The second season, much better. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it, it might work if they do it well. That's all for Peacemaker. John Cena. Rest <laughs> in peace. Next. I noticed this. So we were trying to set up our whole live stream thing, right? Didn't work out. No. And when I look through the settings of my phone, there's a new setting with an update. I don't know if you've ever noticed it or knew about this. I didn't. This is brand new to me. Maybe a lot of other people know about this or it was widely pre- like announced. I was not aware of it, but iPhones now have an exposure setting where you can turn it on and receive notifications on whether or not you have been exposed to COVID-19 based on geographical location. No, I did not know that a and B it angers me (laughs) to the biggest degree. Yeah. I didn't bring it up beforehand, but I kind of chuckled when I saw I just saw the setting and it said exposure. That's all it said. And I was like, huh, never seen that before. And I clicked on it and then it just tells you what the setting is and if you want to turn it on or not and what it does if you turn on the notifications. And that's what it does. How the fuck does it know? Yeah, that doesn't like, even make any sense. So if there's been two positive cases in Grundy County, like let's say there's been two cases in Morris right? Like today there was two cases in Morris and I went to Morris today. Is it going to give me a notification to say you've been exposed to COVID-19 because you went to Morris? Yeah. I don't know. Is it based on the fact that like it only works if everybody uses it? I don't know. And then you got to like self-report whether you have it, but if you've had it, you should be at home. No, I just don't think it's right. (laughs) I think it's really goofy. I don't think it's going to be accurate whatsoever. I feel like I should probably turn it on. Just to see what it does. Just to, yeah. I mean, if you want to turn it on to see what it does, um, let me know because I'm not going to be a party to it. I think I'm going to turn it on just to see what it does. <laughs> see how many times I'm exposed to COVID in a day. Because I think it's going to tell me I'm exposed all the time. I don't think you're going to be. Exp- I don't. I don't even understand how that would work. I don't know, but it's it's a uh, it's a function. If you want to partake, it is a setting that you have on an iPhone now. I don't know if it's with the new update or whatnot, but I, di- I did do the new update. I have not done it, um, <clears throat> so I will when I, I will check it out too. Um, but that's my little uh, that's that's the last piece of news, and I had just noticed that tonight. Um, I have one bit of news. Okay, uh, one of our listeners has reached out to me, and they are doing a new. They have a new little business venture going on. Love business, and they're going to make us some things as both advertisements 
and gifts. So I thought it'd be cool to mention. Yeah, I think it would be a good idea to mention. Um, it, so David sure. Timmons, one of our listeners, he's making. Uh, he's doing. What do they? What does he call it? Isn't it like? Is it like an acid etch, or is it it's like, like an etch? some kind of? Yeah. Or like a baked on enamel type. Like a sear coat. You he can told do me. a sear coat of a gun, and it's like where you spray on. That's what it is. Coating. Because you do it on guns. Because he yeah. does, does a lot of guns. Yeah, you do it on guns. I thought he called it like cerama coat or something. It's like, yeah. So it's the same thing. It's like ceramic coating or sear coating is the same thing for guns. But that's just a company name. I'm pretty sure it was like ceramic coating type thing. Anyway, so he's going to start doing this. Um, he's so he's he put, puts them on uh, mugs, right? Like Yeti cups or yeah. Tumblers. He's making us some Snarf Talk Yeti tumblers. Yes. So he had asked me about this, about getting the logo. Never told me why. And it was like a week later. I still hadn't given him the logo, and he's like, "So I guess you forgot about the logo." I was like, "Right." I said, well, which one did you want? I was like, so like the original, the sticker, or the new one that we're using now uh, as the Snarf Talk podcast and whatnot. And he said, don't worry, I went over your head. I, I talked to Chris. I said, good, because he has all of those images anyways, <laughs> and that's who I was going to go to. <laughs> right. I was just confusing to me because I'm like, you have no idea what you're talking no, about. I would just have to say like, I'd be like, oh, well, all right. And then I would just then you text would immediately you. Text and I'd be me. like, "Hey, I need these images <laughs> because I don't have any of them whatsoever, and I need to give it to David." Um, so he did the right thing by yes. going past me for you. Well, so he he had asked what he said. Yeah, I'm doing this. I can do it on mugs, and I can do it on guns. That's the main thing, I guess, to do it on guns. And so he he, he said, "Do you would you guys care if I did something for you guys?" And I'm like, "Absolutely." I'm, and he said. I can do Yeti tumblers, like the little whiskey glasses. And I'm like, well, I think guns would be cool if you wanted to do a snake. <laughs> yeah. Just go ahead and throw it on a gun. Yeah, give us, us a couple guns. Um, we're good with that. I'm on board. So, no, I told him to do the um, Yeti tumbler, the big one. Yep. And he's like, well, how do you want it painted? Do you want it? I can do it like glossy, matte. Or something like that. Indigo blue. And I said, you know, <laughs> I said, do whatever you want, uh, whatever you think looks cool. And he said, because I can make like the whole thing look like it's like from Fallout, like it's the Fallout logo. Oh my! <laughs> I'm like, you could do that. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. You of all people are yeah. on board with the Fallout logo. Yeah. So I don't know when he says that if he means like the. So is it going to be like the Nuka Cola? Yeah, I don't know if he means like that or like the um, like the rusty looking. Yeah, ball. no, that's there's, cool. There's too. like four different kinds, so we'll see. I'm, I just told him to surprise us, but okay. uh, we'll get them. We'll review them on the show, and we're trying to tell people uh, if the, you want anything. Give him business. Yeah, if you want anything done, he can do it for you. Yeah, because it's going to turn out awesome. He he sent me a picture of a, a Yeti tumbler, the big like 32 ounce Yeti tumbler that he's done before. Looked very good, so I'm excited to see what a Snarf Talk one will look like. Because apparently, anything with a Snarf Talk logo on, you know, yeah, kind of looks good. So um, I have a. Before we get into what we're watching, okay, I got a little list. If you want to talk about it, oh, love list. Five comic book. This is from ScreenRant.com. Five comic book movies from the 1990s. 
from the 90s, since we were talking about 90s earlier. This is the one that, is this the one you told me that I'm going to have a problem with? Yeah, that are underrated and five that are overrated. Mm. Five overrated and five, five underrated. underrated. Okay. All right. Yeah, so we'll start with number 10. I think they alternate, overrated, underrated. Um, number 10, underrated. Mm-hmm. 1997, Men in Black. They think that's underrated? That's what I thought was surprising. I'm like, that was a pretty highly rated movie. I don't think that's underrated at all. Yeah. And I think everyone agrees that well, here's what Men they say. in Black was a very good sometimes movie. Audience, you grew up with that movie. Sometimes audiences can forget how great a movie is because it gets buried under all the negativity of the sequels and reboots. Again, I would say, I thought all the sequels and reboots were good. I haven't seen the newest one. I haven't either. Men in but Black International, but... I, I mean, I grew up with Men in Black. I loved it when it came and out. And I think and all I there's the three, right? After that, yeah, yeah. they're all good. Because Tommy Lee Jones stayed with all of them. So did Will Smith. Yeah, the first three. The third one is the one where he goes back in time, and Josh Brolin plays Tommy Lee Jones as a young young person. Maybe. Yeah, is Tommy that, Lee Jones is in the third okay. one. Okay. Either way, it was still a good movie. It was. So that is number 10. They said underrated. I don't agree. But no. Number nine, overrated. Teenage oh. Mutant Ninja Turtles. These, these people are idiots. Yeah, they clearly um, are idiots. That movie is not overrated. It is not overrated in the slightest. I would absolutely feel like it's underrated. Most people did not like that movie when it came out. Um if you go back and watch it now, I think a lot of people would be like, well, that's not very good. Are they talking about like the 2000s? That's the what they're new? saying. It's overrated. No, I, I think most people would say it's an underrated movie. Yeah, because it's good. I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Okay. It is really good. If you go back and watch that movie, you'd be surprised how good it is. I, I, I promise you. I, I think it's good. I think it's very good. All right. Um, number eight, underrated. This one I agree with. Wait, it's underrated. Yes. Okay. Batman Forever. That movie gets shit on, like yeah. all the other Schumacher Batman movies. And I will say, it's pretty good. Yes. I like those movies. I like the Schumacher movies. Even Batman uh, and Robin? I mean... That one's bad. I'll watch it. Yeah. I think it's in I think it's entertainment. Like it has an entertainment value. If you're gonna rate it as a Batman movie, no, it's not very good at all. I'm gonna say uh but Batman Forever is really a pretty good movie. Jim Carrey's beyond, great in it. Far and beyond better than any other Schumacher movie. Um yes. it's got Tommy Lee Jones in it. Yeah. Val Kilmer's a great Batman, I think. Tommy Lee Jones is out there to just chew up scenery. Yeah. Like that dude is, is so overacting, he is ridiculously over just, the top. I mean, and we're talking about Jim Carrey being in the same movie, and I would say Tommy Lee Jones overacted the shit out of Jim Carrey, <laughs> yeah, because of his Two Face, like whatever he was doing. <laughs> I don't even know if he <laughs> knew know. what he was doing. I think Jim. I know a lot of people shit on Jim Carrey's like Riddler. Um, I enjoy it. It's I, fine. I like his it's Edward not my Nigma. favorite. I like him when he's Edward Nigma. Yes, I would agree with that. As the scientist guy, I think he does a very good job. But I was of such an impressionable age at the time that that came out that that's what I saw as the Riddler. 
And that's what I saw as Batman because what year did that come out? 97? Um, 1995. Oh, 95. The perfect year. Yeah. That we established. So I was eight. Yeah. And I was 11. So at that age, I was Grady's age. And I remember it coming out. Yeah. Wow, that's weird. That just kind of threw me for a loop there. Um, my oldest son is eight. I was eight when this came out, and I would watch. I watched this movie on VHS all the time. Yeah. And I loved Jim Carrey's Riddler. I loved the Batman. I loved Tommy Lee Jones. I'm glad there was no Mr. Freeze involved. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm gonna good. S- that was a good movie. It really was. Um, number seven, overrated. This one is going to hit you. Oh. Batman Returns. These people don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> um, I maintain that Batman I know. Returns. You don't is, like it. What? I, th- I didn't think you liked it's Batman one Returns. Of, it's maybe, if not my favorite Batman movie. I love Batman Returns. I, I absolutely do as well. Um, There's a huge inflatable duck that the penguin rides on. It's great. It's a great movie. It's, it's super well done. It's better than the 89, the first Batman. I agree. Uh, by. It's just because it's like so much more production value. It's a Christmas movie. Um, it is. Some people call it a Christmas movie. I, I don't know. When they say overrated, um, I don't really know how they're even getting at that because I don't feel like that movie is overrated. I really don't. It's not like people like think back and they're like, you know what was no. a really great movie? Batman Returns. It's and not I, like it's one of those movies that people... I think this is an underrated movie. I do too. I feel like it's underrated. Everybody o- overrates Batman 80, like the 89 Agreed. Batman. I, that movie, I think everybody puts that one above Batman Returns and that's false. I love the original Batman movie with Michael Keaton. Yes, I like that. Batman Returns is better. Yeah, I agree. Although the Joker is great in Batman. Correct. It's a, it's a Joker movie. Honestly, I think that's what pushes it above, like, for other people. I think Jack Nicholas, Nicholson Nicholson puts that above the rest of I would those agree. people. Um, number six, underrated, Mystery Men. I agree with that. I was never a big fan. Really? It's, that's why it's underrated. You should go back and watch it. Maybe I should. It's got like uh, Ben Stiller. Yeah, Ben Stiller is like the main character. William H. Macy. It's got uh, Hank Azaria, uh, Janine Garofalo, and uh, Paul Rubens is the spleen guy. Yeah, I think I've only seen it once, to be honest. It's pretty good. It's pretty funny. Um, Number five, overrated. Okay. This one I think I could agree with, if it's really overrated. The Mask. Not overrated at all. I don't know, man. I don't man. think it's I, overrated I, I, at all. I saw it. It was on TV the other day, and I caught like a part of it. This is one of those I'm movies like, that. This is one of those movies that I don't know how I got to watch this as a kid. Like, I, it was a kids' movie. Have you watched it back? I don't think it's a kids' movie. I mean, yeah. it's designed for kids, but I think there is so much more adult content in this movie. There is, but it's than, easy for kids to miss. Yeah, and I did as a kid. Of course, yeah, I did absolutely, but. Um, wasn't that one of Cameron Diaz's first movies? Like, yeah, one of them. Yeah, um, loved it. I absolutely love that movie. Every single mask movie that has come out since then, terrible. Is there more? Oh yeah, the oh yeah, ones with Jamie the, Kennedy, the son of Mask. Yeah, yeah. 
I think it's great. I've heard that there was talks of doing it again. They should do it again, and they should do it the way the comic book is, which is uh, obscenely rated R. Really? Oh, my God. It's, I, I don't know. the. I knew there was a comic book, but I didn't the know. The comic book of The Mask is like as graphic or more than The Boys. Really? Yeah. So they, Is he like just murdering people? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. He puts that mask on. He becomes yeah. like he is the... What is the spirit of chaos, right? Yeah. Or whatever. Yep. When it, think of it as the Joker basically mixed with a suit, like it's horrendous murder. I've said this quote a lot in my life, and I will continue to say it the rest of my life. And it's hold on to your lug nuts, boys. It's time for an overhaul. <laughs> he says that, and I've never forgot it. He goes into this like uh, car shop, like basically like they're redoing cars. And he beats people up with a crowbar in that movie, but it's not graphic by any means, but I love it. Yeah. Um, so number four, underrated. So the mask was an overrated movie. Gosh. I yeah. Agree. Uh, number four, underrated. And I'll agree with this one. The Rocketeer. That's a good movie. It's a very good movie. Joe Johnston. Didn't we just talk about this the last uh, episode? I don't know if it was last episode, but we've talked about it recently. Rocketeer's very good. Um, and we talked about that because Joe Johnston yeah. also did the first Avenger, Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah. Very good movie. That's an, What year did that come out? 91. Yeah, early 90s. I knew it was early. Um, so They need to remake that. The first time I saw that movie was rented from the Mazan Market. Of course. A sleepover at dude's house. Beerus's. I thought so. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Now, I was there for Matt, who is my age. Yeah. His brother, his younger brother, but you know, dude was there too with us. Um, number three, overrated. I'm disagreeing with this one wholeheartedly because, uh, A, I don't think it's rate overrated, um, obviously. <laughs> number three, Time Cop. Uh, no. That's not overrated. No. And it's great. I love it. But I don't think it's like anybody's sitting around being like, you know, it's one of the best movies ever. Time, Time Cop. Cop. <laughs> um, Time Cop is a great movie, though. I love it. It was That's very much my childhood right there. We watched those Van Damme movies, all of them. Yeah. Nonstop. It, that's another movie I think I've watched maybe once. I know I've watched it once. Um, that's it. Um. Number two, underrated. Again, I don't think this one's underrated, but Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. I think that was a very no. highly rated movie. Didn't, no, was it? I would agree. I think it is underrated. I think it's a phenomenal movie. It's pretty good. But it's it came good. out as an animated movie, and I don't think a lot of people... I think it was nominated for an Oscar, wasn't it? I don't know. For Best Animated Movie? I don't remember. But, but do you hear a lot of people say... No. You know, oh, Mask of the Phantasm, one of my favorites. No. If you're in that genre of movie, if you're into Batman and animated stuff, then yeah, you'll hear people talk about it, but I would not say it was overrated by any means. No. It, uh, well, this is saying it's underrated. So. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I think it is underrated. You know what's amazing you don't in that movie? Talk the Joker. It. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good movie. Um, number one, overrated. This is the one that's going to tear your heart out. Okay. Overrated. Overrated. Spawn. 
Oh, my gosh. Okay, here's what I don't understand. How can they be calling that overrated when that movie was widely shit on? Absolutely. Nobody liked it. It it didn't do well when it came out. It's horrible. I uh, This is another movie that I don't understand how I was allowed to watch it as a kid. Um, it did have awful CGI. I will agree with that. Yes. It is a clunky movie for sure. I would like to rewatch it. I haven't seen it in a long time. Could we do a, a Snarf time. Talk homework on it? I would love to. I would love to watch it. Listen, that movie guys, again. I'm saying it right now because I know we've said this a lot, and this is for reals now. Yeah, I'm going to watch this movie again. For next week, we're doing Snarf Talk homework. Yep. And we're going to discuss this movie. It might be on the podcast, it might be on Patreon. I don't know yet. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So if you want to play along with Snarf Talk homework, watch that movie between now and the next episode. And Jaleel White? No, Michael <laughs> Jai White. Oh, that was, that was close. Jaleel White is like, uh, uh, who is, um, isn't that Urkel? Urkel? Yeah. yeah that's... Did I do that? <laughs> Did I do that? Speaking of that, it, I, um, your brother-in-law put something amazing on Facebook where they went for one of their friends and they paid. I how camp. did you get that? How did you get that out of Jaleel White? I'm getting there. Okay. So they went to this website called Cameo where you can hire celebrities yes. to leave personal messages. And they must have, as a joke, for one of their friends for his 30th birthday, hired Rod Blagojevich to do like an eight minute long. So I believe it's it's his wife's brother. Okay. And he's not a big fan of Rod Blagojevich. I'm sure. And they got him. Yeah, on cameo to Is wish he really him a happy a shepherd. I don't understand the whole shepherd thing. It's because they've they raised like sheep and goats and llamas and stuff. I I don't know. They raise a lot of animals like that when they were growing up. I, I think they just call him a shepherd because <laughs> of that. I don't know. Oh, that's his nickname. It is. Oh, I don't know. I'm, it's not no. his nickname. I don't think so. It, I have it, no idea. It was a very odd. It was very odd, but it entertaining. And <laughs> very I, entertaining. I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I can't believe they came up with this idea. It's amazing. And now I want to start doing it for for a snarf talk. I agree because as soon as I saw it, I was laughing my butt off, and immediately texted him, and it was like, this is one of the best things I've seen. And I wanted to make sure, like, he's not. He, he didn't want this to happen right <laughs> and he's like no not at all yeah so anyway i go on there i before the episode um, i went on there to look for who we could possibly have do like an eye trees intro yes and uh jaleel white was on there that's one, the only reason i brought it up it was 299 dollars for jaleel white 299 yeah I'm not, that's not happening for I'm just how saying, long well, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't get that information. That Rod Blagojevich one was like eight minutes long. It was long. And he's just rambling. About anything, but he knew about Illinois. That was the only thing. Like, he talked about Greenville, where he was from. and Yeah, I'm sure he looked it up on Wikipedia I, right before. I agree, too. But he did, he did the job. He did. And it's hilarious. It's really good. And I agree. I think we're going to do that for just random people. Yeah, as much as we want, because you can get like lesser celebrities, which I want to get like ridiculously lesser celebrities. Yeah, to do them because they're like forty bucks or something, whatever. Oh man, let's think of one off the top. Well, I can if you can keep them entertained for a little bit. I can. Uh, I can. <laughs> Does look this up. not entertain? <laughs> um, let's not be entertained. Yeah, I I would do that in a heartbeat. 
I would hire any. Okay, here's some new and noteworthy ones we can do. Um, Charles Oakley, former NBA All-Star. Okay, I remember that name, but I don't remember who he played for. Uh, Victoria Silverstedt. She was a Playboy model. Cause, yeah. And she was in... How do you know that? Because she was in a movie in one of the, like, uh, basketball, maybe. She's in basketball? I love I'm that movie. I'm pretty sure she was in basketball. Um, this is where I saw Jaleel White. Um, okay, well, let's do this. Get oh, Danny Bonaducci's only 50 bucks. I would pay for him. <laughs> <laughs> I would pay for him. Uh, Heinz Ward. I like that guy. Who's that? He was the receiver for the Pittsburgh, uh, for Pittsburgh okay. Steelers. Um, Randy Travis. I would wait. Randy Travis, the country singer. Randy Travis. We can get him for two hundred bucks. Huh. Okay. Who do you want me to? This is just the new and noteworthy section. But I'm Randy Travis. I'm pretty sure suffered a stroke and can't speak very well. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm. I don't know what to tell you. Almost positive. He cannot speak very well at the moment. Okay. here Let me give you a category. Actors, reality, not reality, not athletes, no. not musicians, comedians, creators, or actors. What do you want me to look at? Comedians. Okay. We can get some comedians. Yeah. Uh, we can get Kevin McDonald. Who's that? He was on one of those sketch shows, uh, either Kids is in the re- Hall. Is he related to Norm? Uh, no. Okay. Um, okay, we can get. Um, I don't know a lot of these people, but that's not. That's not a good that's thing. That's not a good thing. No. Let's go price high to low, so we can see who's the most expensive comedian. Yeah. Let's get the most expensive one we could get. I don't even know this guy is Eric Schwartz. We can get uh, Craig Kilborn. I like him. Nine hundred dollars. Boo, I don't like him that much. <laughs> we can get Chevy Chase for 500 bucks. He might be worth it. We could get Chris Tucker for 500 bucks. He might be worth it too. <laughs> <laughs> Marlon Wayans, Jeremy Piven. Um, Jeremy Piven's kind of we can get a downfall. The Dice Man for 299. Andrew Dice Clay? Yeah. I bet you he will have Stop some bad things to say. We can get Gary Busey. He's the winner in my Stop book. Stop the presses again. We <laughs> can get Pauly Shore. Oh, my gosh. Or Bob Saget or Paul Rubens or Brad Garrett or Jeff Ross or Kevin Pollack. Kevin Pollack would be very good. Michael Rapoport, I like him. Yeah. he's he. Have you ever seen him on? You don't go on TikTok. No. He's on TikTok, and he's very funny. Oh, we could get David Koechner, the guy from uh, like Anchorman. And yeah. He'd be good. Louis Anderson, Steve Gutenberg, Jerry. Steve Gutenberg. 175 bucks for Steve Gutenberg. What would we even do? Hey, just give us a shout out from the Goot. <laughs> from the Goot, give Snarf Talk a shout out. Um, it's got examples of his work. It's great. I want to get Steve Gutenberg. Okay, well, we'll do that and he'll give us a shout out and we'll just play it on all of our social medias. Yeah. As if. He did it on his own. Um, I wanted to see if Bill Murray was on here because that'd be great. But I doubt not. it. Isn't Kevin Smith on Cameo? 
Oh, dude. I'm pretty sure Kevin Smith's on Cameo. Kevin Smith is on Cameo, and he's only at 100 bucks. Yeah, well, that's well, going to happen. that's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. And all his uh, proceeds go to charity. Even better. I bet you it's a vegan charity. It's the NAACP Empowerment Fund. Okay. Thank you so much. Oh, man, we're definitely doing this. Yeah, well, tonight we're going to have Kevin Smith. Oh, he's not available right now. COVID. I'm going to put my information in right now. Well, that's a good idea. Um, okay. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to have different cameo appearances from multiple people. Um, and don't be surprised if your name... Our 100th episode's coming up. Yeah. Yes, it is. Don't be surprised if your name is dropped on a cameo, if you're a close friend of ours, <laughs> and that we give you a random cameo for no reason other than showing hogs. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, what have you been watching? Oh, I've been watching some stuff. Um, so just a couple episodes of Black Mirror I've been watching. Uh, I thought you've watched it a lot. I have watched a lot, but there's a new season that came out uh, earlier this year, maybe the end of last year, and I never watched it. It was only like three episodes. I did watch one episode because there was one with Anthony Mackie. I think I talked about it on the podcast. You did, yeah. Um, but I watched a second episode from this season, and I went back and watched one from last season. Wait, real quick. Um, Black Mirror. So this show, each episode is its own thing, right? Correct, yeah. None of them tie together. It's just like a. It's like the Twilight Zone. That's what I was gonna say. It's almost like a Twilight but like Zone type super show. Super fucked up most of the time. Yeah, like really like in your brain. First of all, a lot of a lot of like in the future techno stuff, but also a lot of horror kind of stuff, and some of them are extremely disturbing, like mm. really disturbing, and some of them are not. Some are a little lighter. Is this a BBC show? Oh yeah, for sure. That's what I thought. Um, so there was two episodes I watched. The first one was an episode about this family, so a dad who's kind of not present, and these two teenage daughters, and the one main character is this so like the basic nuclear family. <laughs> this one, the and they're in America, and the main character is this fifteen-year-old girl. She just turned fifteen. It was her birthday, and she's like obsessed with this huge pop star. Mm-hmm. And the pop star is called Ashley O, and she's played by Miley Cyrus in the show. Mm. Um, she was just on Joe Rogan. I know. A few weeks I ago. actually have that on my list to talk about. Um, so anyway, the point of this is, this is in the future, right? So yeah. they, she comes out with, she starts marketing this little robot that you can buy that they call the Ashley Two. That's supposedly programmed with her, like, personality mm-hmm. to be like your friend. And they okay. had just moved to this new town. So she didn't have any friends, awkward age, whatever. So she kind of starts to develop a relationship with this doll. Okay. And on the split side of it, there's Miley Cyrus um, as this pop star that's like being managed by her aunt. And her life is kind of spiraling out of control. In a shambles. In a shambles. And so there's... I mean, it's Black Mirror. You can't give away the twists, but there's kind of this big twist that happens um, with the Miley Cyrus character and what happens to her personally. So she's the robot. 
No. Oh, darn. Uh, I will tell you that it's not that way. But it is one of the lighter Black She's Mirror. basically a robot. One of the lighter Black Mirror episodes I've watched. I mean, it's not like it's light per se, but it's not like horror. It doesn't keep you up after you watch it. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. So then I went back. I kind of got, it got me back into that Black Mirror groove. I just love how those shows are produced. I, you know, I never really got into it too much. I've tried to watch some of them. I have watched a couple episodes here and there, but um, like the, wasn't Black Mirror the one that did that movie? Did they? Yes. So where yeah. it was like an interactive movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I, I did that. That was weird. Yeah, that was awesome. It was, yeah, that was pretty incredible, but I never really like delved into the show itself. Yeah, and the Kevin Smith talks about it a lot. How oh, it's one of the best things ever made. Yeah. So I, mean, I guess incredible. I'm going to have to watch some of these. Um, so I, then I went back and watched this episode from last season that I've been meaning to watch because I never got around to watching it. The last season, I kind of picked and choosed. I tried to. Well, that's the problem with this show is that since it isn't. Um, like linear, there's it's all episodic. You don't know which one's good and which one isn't. Well, they're all good. First off, they are. If but, you like, but some of them are more horror than others. And I'm not a big horror fan. It doesn't matter. They're all incredible. Okay, I've never seen an episode that wasn't good. Um, but generally, I go through and I found I, I watch the ones that are most interesting to me, sounding to me first. Sure. And then last season, there was just a couple I did I just missed. And one of them was this episode that Joe Rogan's always talking about. It's like his favorite episode. It's called Crocodile. Um, and he's always talking about how it's the most fucked up thing ever. And it's crazy. And he's never seen anything like it. And I watched it. And it's not that crazy. First off, I'm like, fine. It yeah. is really fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah. seriously. And it is kind of like, it's not horror at all, but it is graphic and disturbing what happens and everything. Um, I, I, I can't even tell like a synopsis of it <laughs> okay. because it kind of gives away. It's just, it's one of those things that's like all twist kind of. Does it have anything to do with crocodiles? Absolutely nothing to do with crocodiles. Okay. Which is why I didn't watch it originally because I assumed it did. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't really care about this animal too no, much. It's like set in some country like Iceland or something like this. And there's this lady who's like an, uh, uh, kind of a rich architect, famous architect. And some, she had done something horrible in her past that kind of caught up with her. And, and then based on that thing that had happened in her past, her things kind of start to spiral out of control. Mm-hmm. And, um, they really spiral out of control because the the technology aspect of this one is the insurance like insurance adjusters can scan your memories. Ooh! So like if you had a car accident, an insurance agent they put a thing on your head and they if they go to all the witnesses of the accident. Yeah, they're like, you can oh, replay all. We'll of it. replay exactly what happened, basically, and um, that plays into what happens in this episode. It was good. I enjoyed it. I would watch it. Um, Black Interesting. Mirror. Do you got something? I got a couple more, but yeah. So uh, the newest one. Well, first off, uh, I'm still continuing on last the Last Kingdom. Yes, Uchid, um, son of Uchid. Yeah, I've made it through the majority of uh, season three, which 
is against my wife's wishes. Ooh. But she's just so much slower. You've abandoned her. I have. And it's an argument. <laughs> it's, she did not want me to go ahead. But this last weekend, I got super sick on Sunday. and COVID. It was not. Um, it was absolutely the flu because I was throwing up. Oh, that's not the flu. That's a stomach flu. Yeah, the stomach flu. This that's is what a I huge thing that just a pet peeve of mine. I'm going to put it on my okay. stretches and my springs next week. Well, you just did it now. No, I'm doing it next week. I'm going right. to stretch my spring next That's week. fine. So I had the stomach flu, I think, but it lasted a few days because I was very like exhausted and tired. Like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Um, that's what happened. This week? Me. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you're literally... Completely fine now. Probably still shedding virus. No. Infecting me. Not at all. You're fine. Um, Sunday was a day where I literally slept all day. I don't ever like to sleep. I don't want to go to sleep. And I did nothing but sleep on Sunday all, all of the day. But in the meantime, when I was awake, I would watch The Last Kingdom. And I skipped ahead a bunch of episodes from her. And gosh, it's just such a good show. And it takes a turn that I never even saw coming in season three where things just change and they go separate direction where Uhtred, you know, obviously isn't loved by either side, the Danes or Wessex or Saxons, whatever. And they just kind of do their own thing. And I love it. Love everything about it. I want to see more of it. And I only have, well, I haven't got into season four yet, but I'm almost done with season three. I've got one episode left and then I'll get into season four and then it's over for me for a while. And I don't want that to happen. Not that long. When does season five come out? Um, I don't know. Do they have like a, a release date for that? Have they produced it? Like put it together or like, I don't think it's been filmed. No. Oh, well then I have a while. So I'm going to try to stretch it out a little bit. It's filming. So it's taken me obviously a lot longer than you to watch. I don't know how you watch this so fast. Cause they're just, they're like literally every, an hour a piece. And these seasons are long. I watched like three episodes a night. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I, sleep. I know. And that's, it, it's so good that you don't want to sleep. I didn't want it's to do anything It's literally going to be else. a long time. Cause it just got renewed, uh, set for 2021. So it'll be out summer 2021 probably. Okay. Well, that's not that bad, but, um, last season though, I'm not, I'm not a fan of like the intros, like when they do the recap, did you listen to any of them? I know. I try to skip those. I I try to skip them too, but every once in a while I miss the skip portion on Netflix and I listen to the recap. It's not very good how he reads the recap and does it. No. Reads it. And it's always very clunky and sounds like he can't read very well. And he says, I am Uhtred, son of Uhtred, like a billion times. <laughs> yeah, he does. Which is why I said it a billion times. And you have ever since. I remember we went to the Coal City Area Club and we were like floating around in the water. And you said it probably 45 times. Yeah. Like in random conversations, bouncing around, talking to different people. And you're like, oh, well, Uhtred, son of Uhtred. <laughs> Everybody's looking at you like, what the are you saying but uh well worth the watch i do believe it's better than um game of thrones i i would agree with you had a hard time believing the fact that you would ever say that because i was so in love with game of thrones up until the last couple seasons um but it is 
it's very good. It's, it's very got good. me so enthralled in all of these characters, and I want to see the growth in some of them, and I want to see some of them die immediately. Who do you want to see die? Oh, that one dude. I can't. It's not Athelflaed, but it's the guy that should have been the king of Wessex, but isn't the king of Wessex. It's his uncle that's the king. He's always been that secondary character that's just off in the shadows and always creating problems. Oh, yeah, yeah, And he got the crap beat out of him by Ragnar. He should have been the king. Ragnar Ragnarsson. Oh. Beat the crap out of yeah. him after he made... Aowald? Is that his name? It, yes. Aowald? Yes. It started with an A. They all start with an A. <laughs> I know. Almost. But yeah, Aowald. Or something, because he went over to the Danes and nobody knew he went over there. He also went over to. I'm Mercia. surprised you didn't like that character. Like, I feel like he's very charismatic. Well, of course, he tries to be charismatic to everybody he is, but he's like a snake. He's the worst. Oh, yeah. he's creating problems for everyone. And everybody sees that this dude is creating the problems. And that's why Ragnar just beat the piss out of him real bad after. Uh, Uhtred leaves because then Ragnar. they hate each other. He's like, I'm going to kill you. And that hurt me bad. I was like, man, these guys it's are brothers. It's Ethelwald. Ethelwald. Yeah. He deserves to die. Yeah. Bad. Like a really bad death. Oh, man. I'm just looking at the character so, list. and I, like, I've been out of this show for a while, and I just, I'm realizing how much I love it. Yeah, it's so I'm good. I'm seeing Leo Frick. That guy was awesome. Father Bayoka. Father Bayoka's in every single episode, and he's a very good man. You know who's also uh, annoying? Brida. Yes. It bothered me that she was immediately like, I hate you. It's so ridiculous. Threw a spear at him. It's like, I won't miss next time. I pretty yeah, much will, don't like any of the Danes for the most part. I like Ragnar. I thought he was fine uh, up until now. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> got a little further to go. Like yeah, you liked no. uh, Abba? Abba. I don't remember Abba. Abba. He was like the leader of the Danes. Uh, Bloodhair. He's an idiot. And then there was like Eric and Siegfried. Kjotun. There, there was just, there's so many characters in, involved with this. There is so many characters in this show. It's um, crazy. It's just very good. And there's not a lot of uh, magic and stuff involved. There's some. There's a little bit, but not much. There's some, but it's very, I don't know, like... Not magic. I mean, so there is... To a point. One instance of magic I can think of. And it is presented as magic, but it could also be just coincidence. Yeah. So, and that's what it obviously is. For their time frame, especially. But they don't understand it that way. Right. I don't know. Really love the show, and I will continue to watch it. That is one that will probably be on my list for a little while until I uh, finish season four. Um, I am still continuing to watch Away. I didn't finish that season yet. I only have two episodes left. I enjoy it. It's nothing. It's not a big standout show that I would say drop everything and watch, but I do believe it's enjoyable. I enjoy space. If you enjoy a space show, watch that. Yeah. Um, but it, like I said last episode, it... It has a lot to do with like um, relationships back home, which and was like the one thing that turned me off that show idea of watching that show big time. 
And that's fine. And some people don't like that. But it, I it didn't will bother watch, me. I, I want to watch it just because the space visuals look awesome and I am a space fan. I don't care about what's happening at home though. So that's the only thing that well, I'm not sure about. The difference is is that like um so Hillary Swank's character, she's married to a guy that works for NASA. He ends up having like a stroke or something wrong, but he was directly involved with the mission. So it ties her and her family into it. Like Right. Her husband and daughter obviously play a big part in her life because he played a big part in the mission to begin with. She's obviously the commander of the mission. She has a daughter that's like 16 years old and is going through some crap and her mom's going to Mars. I freaking hate teenagers in, in movies and TV. I it, can't deal with it. This isn't a teenage drama by any means, No, I know, though, but just the know. way that they portray teenagers, especially teen girls, which... It, it, isn't yeah. how they all are. No, not all of them. No and it like. pisses me off to the nth degree how stupid they make them. Yeah. And granted, teenagers are the worst. <laughs> they're awful, they're stupid, and I don't like them at and all. And they all believe they know everything. But I know a good bit of them that aren't that, like, so stupid that they make the most idiotic, irrational decisions. Irrational decisions. And whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like this, it, it portrays it the, that way. There's just such an emotional aspect to her mom being gone and not being able to do anything in her life at that moment when she needs her. That's not a huge part of the story, though. Yeah. It is part of the story, but you also get, you get each individual character that is in space and what... Um, is bringing like what ties them back to earth. Right. So you get those individual stories, but I think it's a very good show. It's not getting like the greatest reviews. And again, I wouldn't say drop everything and watch the show, but I'm enjoying every episode that I watch. You know, there's aspects that are kind of annoying, but the majority of it, I enjoy. Cool. Um, I am still watching Yellowstone. We finished season one. Mm. Um, on to season two. It, I mean, I don't know. Last time I, I talked about it with you, I said that I was really kind of on the fence, no pun intended, about it. Um, it. It's just, here's the thing. It's just one of those shows that is ridiculous. Yeah. Like out of control ridiculous, like the drama. It's so dramatic. It's like Days of Our Lives. Really? Like the things See, that, that that turns me away from it. The things that happen and the frequency at which they happen is obscene. Okay. Yeah. However, you can't stop watching it. Really? It and like uh, like generally it keeps pace pretty well. There's only been a couple episodes that I felt have drug down, so it's keeping pace. But to keep pace on yeah. a story that's mediocre has to be that dramatic. It has to be that over the top. Like every episode, somebody is getting like mortally injured. Not deathly, but like somebody's getting seriously injured or some horrible By a freak thing accident or it, by like by freak accidents. Murder. By freak accidents or whatever the case may be. Because I always got the gist that this was basically a, a mob show, like a Western mob. Um I I do I I like the aspect of the show that it's completely different um, than anything you've seen before, but it's more like a a wealthy rancher. Is Kevin Costner the greatest ever? 
Um, he's pretty good in it. I mean, he's not my favorite in it for sure. Is he Wyatt Earp good? Is no. he Dances with Wolves good? Um, Dances with Wolves has never been one of my favorites. To Is be he honest, Tin Cup good? No. Is he Field of Dreams good? Yeah. Waterworld good? Yeah. Okay. Um, actually, no to all of those. <laughs> he, he's he's fine. Um, it's basically like a gigantic, a wealthy guy um, running this ranch. It's like 120 years in his family. Wants to protect his land. Sure. And all these interest groups are trying, Get off my land. trying to take it. So like the... Don't touch my cows. Indian tribe is... It, that's a whole second running part of this. It's very much like about the subjugation of the peop- Native American peoples and like how they've been treated and now their reaction to that is to go out and like try and kind of um, get back this land, and they can't get it back in governmental ways. So it's like, so what, it's like, the, give me back my land for both sides. Yeah, and one that so Kevin Costner says protecting the Native Americans are trying to get it. There's developers trying to get it. There's schemes to raise property taxes to force them off. It's this whole thing, but I mean. Kevin Costner's ranch is like, it's gigantic, like millions of acres. Okay. It's, and it's like bordering Yellowstone, like the national park. So there's that whole aspect of it. Makes too. sense. Um, there's this amazing scene, right? So the main cowboy guy, his name is Rip, and he's the best. Rip Torn. He's the best guy in the show. He's amazing. Um, and he is just an ultimate badass, basically. Yeah. Um, He's not blood related to Kevin Costner or any of his kids. Just a hired hand, hired gun. Yeah, but he's like, he can't. He's been raised by Kevin Costner's character as like a kid. Okay, and he's had a very rough and tumble life. And looks he's a, he's at a, him a, as a father figure. Though. Yes, and he is a man that deserves respect and gets it. Mm, love that. He's a good guy. I like. That. He's not a good guy. Well, he's not a bad guy. I don't know. That's, he's a bad guy. Sounds like no, he's, a bad he's guy. not a bad guy. He's, he's a, a murderer. He, you sympathize with him. He's a he's like the sympathizing with someone doesn't mean they're a good guy though. He's both. Okay. He's good. It depends on your perspective. He's right? good at heart, but has to do anyway, bad things. So for there's this the man one scene, above. and this is spoilers. Okay, but it's just a great scene. So I'm going to tell you about it. Okay. Um. So there's this grizzly bear that's coming on and, and killing calves. They're and the stuff, worst. And kill, but it's illegal to shoot them. They're protected, endangered species, apparently, according to this show, which I don't think they actually are. If they're endangering your livestock, I think you can shoot them. Um, well, according to this, no, you cannot, only if they're, it's self-defense. Anyway, so he goes out to shoot this bear, which they're not supposed to do, but they're just going to shoot it and bury it. Yeah. Um, so he goes out, and they're looking for this bear, mm-hmm. and he hears this, this yelling, and because they border Yellowstone, the national hey. park. Yeah, and hey. there's these two Asian, like Chinese tourists that are hanging off the side of a mountain, like ledge mountain. That's a, that's a bad Screaming, deal. crying. They bad encountered deal. the bear. They got down on the side of the mountain. Can't get back up. Can't get back up. Um, so in the meantime, so he's like, oh, what the fuck? So he runs back to his horse. He gets his lasso. And he's like trying to throw it down to get them to grab the rope to pull it up. She speaks English. The guy doesn't speak English. So she gets the rope, and he's like, put it around your arms. I'll pull you up one at a time. Meanwhile, the boyfriend just starts grabbing at it, not really understanding what's going on. 
Falls. Boom, she slips, falls down to her death. She's dead. Dead. He looks up at her, and he's just like, he's looking at him. He's like, I fucked up. You got the rope. And the guy's just like. And he drops. And drops. And then, boom, grizzly bear right behind him. Oh, no. He's got to turn around. Boom. Boom. Smoke this grizzly. Got his 30-30 out. Yeah. And then there's a big. Henry repeater. Big drama after that. I shouldn't have told you that because it's spoilers. It's a great scene. There's some good scenes in this show. There's good stuff here. Yeah. But there's also, it's just, you have to understand that it's outrageously over the top dramatic. It's like a soap opera, but you can't stop watching it. Yeah. And a lot of shows are like soap operas. But it pisses you off almost. Like things that happen in it, you're like, come on. Yeah. See, that makes me not want to watch it. Like five times, maybe six times already in this show. Me and, Marley have, me and Marley have both been like, we're done. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I cannot believe that this is So that doesn't, that doesn't point out to me a very good show. But then we jump right back in. Well, I understand that, but I've never had a show that I'm like, I love it, to where there was a point where I was like, I'm done. I'm done watching this. It, it's one of those things you're saying that, but you don't really mean it. You're like, if that happens, I'm done. Well, and Amy did that with Game of Thrones when we were watching Game of Thrones. Like when the Red Wedding happened... They slit everybody's throat and everybody died. She's like, I'm not watching this anymore. This is ridiculous. Why would I ever watch this? All the main characters are dead. <laughs> right. And then next season starts, we're like, let's get after it. Yeah. It's just like every scene is, is like some high drama where somebody's getting super injured or p- there's police involvement. I don't know. It's the whole thing. And there's some of the characters are extremely unlikable, which is annoying to okay. me. But like on purpose. Like some of the supposed, it's one of those things like you don't really, there's no good guys, there's no bad guys. You don't really know. I mean, clearly there are some bad guys, but you don't really know where you stand for yeah. most of the characters most like, of the time. Yeah. Like what Kevin Costner's character is obviously the main character. Well, not he's not really the main character, but he, his, his ranch is and he's the patriarch of that. Yeah. But like he's not necessarily a good guy. Sure. So anyway. It's kind of like Breaking Bad. It's fine. Like, yeah, kind of. You know, not that bad of a guy. Not, he's not Walter White bad. In the beginning, he wasn't that bad of a guy. Right. And then he just got overtaken by the drug trade. Well, either way, um, I don't know whether I can recommend it or not. I, a lot of people would. I've heard season two is better than season one, which is good because season one was a little over the top. Season two, I've just barely started. We've only watched one episode. So, oh, and there's right. three out. So, Three seasons. Oh, I thought you meant three episodes in season two. No, and there, but there's only but there's not that many episodes per season. I don't think. Anyway, okay. I got one more. Um. So obviously, I continue to watch the boys. You do too. Oh yeah, the it's, boys. It's still happening. Watch that Cobra Kai. I've continued to watch. I've only seen another two episodes, so I'm four episodes deep in the first season. I will continue to watch that at some point. It will grab my attention. I think it will. Okay. I hope Um, it's fine. It's doing what it needs to do to keep me to watch it. But at this moment, it's, there hasn't been anything that I'm like, you know, yeah, Cobra Kai. Like this is my favorite show. That's fine. Nothing yet. Um, But it will. I'm sure it will. 
I, I think it's got. The, I don't think it'll be your favorite show. No, I think it's got the tools to do that though. It, it's I, a good, fun show to watch. Yeah, but the last one that I just started watching, which was last night, was the f- very first episode. It just dropped on. Uh, I mean, you can watch all of them. I just watched the very first episode, um, and it is called Enola Holmes. Oh, okay. So I saw the preview for this, mm-hmm. and it is the most obnoxious preview for one specific reason. Why? Okay. What do you think it's so obnoxious? It doesn't bother me, the whole thing, where it's like we have to take every single character and introduce the female version of or the female replacement for. That's fine. Whatever. That doesn't bother me. So you got your Sherlock Holmes, whatever. They're like, yeah. Now this is Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes' and sister. Sherlock and Mycroft, and then they have a sister in Okay, Noah. yeah. So there's very much the whole thing like, well, how can we female up Sherlock Holmes? Anyway, that's fine. It's the part of the trailer where it says, the world's best detective. It says Sherlock Holmes, the world's best detective. And then Enola Holmes, the world's better detective. So she's better than Sherlock Holmes. Oh, is that what they did? Yeah, that was in the trailer. And I'm just oh, like, I didn't even notice if that. everything would have been fine in this trailer if you don't have to be like the world's best detective and then cross it out. It like crosses it out and it's like better detective. Oh, I didn't see that. Because she's a woman, so she's better. Well, see, I don't see that kind of stuff because I'm not misogynistic. I'm not misogynistic or, either, but like it's putting, pandering. It's of pandering. Course. Everything is in our day and age. You're not going to get away from it in anything that we watched. Yeah, you can get away from it. You can make a good show I think about it's Enola Holmes and not have a ridiculous thing in the trailer that crosses out world's best detective and puts world's better detective. You can also not judge a show by just its trailer. Um, I can judge a show however I want, and I'm going to say that is, bull- is ridiculous. Well, I could judge Cobra Kai by its trailer and say, well, it looks cheap and not good. Yeah, it is cheap, but it's good. That's the thing. So you haven't watched any of this? No, I, I think the I first think it episode looks good. Is very good. I'm in the bag for Millie Bobby Brown. I think is that who in, is that the actor in it? Yeah. Oh, she's great. She's in a little thing called Stranger Things. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that show. It was a little one that Netflix put out. Yeah. Not, so it's almost as big any, as Cobra Kai. Not any big deal. Um, <laughs> and I think she's going to be very good. Um, she will be. Good. I think the show's very good. I love everything Sherlock Holmes. Me too. I'm a huge Sherlock Holmes. So. Fan. Everything Sherlock's home, Sherlock Holmes is very good, and uh, the Sherlock Holmes show from BBC with Benedict Cumberbatch that's great is one of the best shows I've ever have seen. Have you read uh, a lot of Sherlock Holmes books? I have read some. I, I have not read all of them I, by any there's means. There's a bunch. I've not read all. I've read about three, maybe. I think I've read two books I that like my grandma gave me. The Hound of the Baskervilles is one I've read. Yes, I, I've read one. that one. Um, I like them. They're really good. They are very good, and... So I got, yeah, I got into Sherlock Holmes a long time ago with that book that my grandma gave me, but um, it, it changed my world in like 2011 when I saw the BBC show with Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. He does such a great job, and the way they do those episodes, they would only give you three episodes in a season. Yeah. And they were an hour and a half long. So you're watching a movie each time. Yeah. And but they um, all connect. Yeah, they all it's connect. It's like a to story arc. And then um what's the guy's name that was in the Hobbit and he was also Martin Yes Star. Martin. No. No, not Martin Starr, but it is Martin something. Um he is M- Martin Freeman. 
Martin Freeman. Yes. So he's the doctor. Um, uh, his sidekick. Why can't I think of him? Sherlock and Mr. Watson. Doctor. Dr. Watson. Mr. Yeah. Watson. Dr. Watson. Doctor. Watson. It's just Watson. <laughs> <laughs> he is a doctor, but they just call him Watson. But that show was like the best uh, setup and like, like the best viewpoint of what Sherlock Holmes is. You know, yeah, like it put great. him in the best show. I, it was just the best show for Sherlock Holmes. I loved it. This is nothing close to that. This is like a YA yeah. type show. It's definitely a teen drama. I think it's going to be, but I think it's filmed very well. The production is very well. Who's Sherlock obviously. Holmes? Is it Henry um, Cavill? Henry Cavill. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be really fun and easy to watch. I'm kind of in the bag for it at the moment. What's it I like the to very be Henry episode. Cavill? Oh, it would be amazing to be Henry Cavill as long as you don't have a mustache. First off, uh, I just read something that he signed on for three more Superman movies. Beside that, though, what is it like to be Superman? All right, in the cinematic universe, like he is Superman. He is, right? and yet you're more prominent for your role in The Witcher. That's how good The Witcher is. You're right. Like that is, I believe that he's more prominently. Now. Okay, so I wouldn't say more prominent. Like the prominent talk is that yes, he is Superman and there has been a lot of drama around that. Not necessarily good. Yeah, your news. average person that doesn't have Netflix or doesn't watch sci-fi probably the, knows him as Superman. The, However, I'm saying like he is more celebrated for his role in the Witcher. Yes. So there is more negative news around him being Superman, not his acting as Superman, but by the production of the movies and the poor portrayal of all these movies, but yet the more positive look at him has been from The Witcher because it was far and away better than anything he's done as Superman. Uh, which is, first of all, also um, better than Game of Thrones. The Witcher is amazing, and Henry Cavill specifically in The Witcher is unbelievable. It really is. He's amazing. I remember talking on this show about my... Um, I had like a little bit of negativity towards like him, like his look as the witcher. And I thought this is not going to be very good. And I said it on the show. I was like, this, I, I'm not, not a fan of it. Don't think it looks good. I think it's going to be like cheesy. I don't think it's going to be anything like what I want it to be. And then we watched the show and I shoved a sock in my mouth because I was fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was so wrong. I love that show. And I remember there was some pushback on that show at first. Um, I can't wait for the second season. That is what I'm probably most looking forward to of anything that exists right now. I, I agree with you. Is Completely that or, agree with you. I mean, I, obviously, I'm looking forward to The Last Kingdom. Um, oh, sure. And some other stuff. But as of right now, that is probably what I'm most... I'm, I'm looking forward to that more than I am Batman more than I am. No, I would disagree. I want to see the Batman, like the Matt Reeves Batman with Robert Pattinson would be. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it too, but I mean, um, I love that I mean, genre. I love that genre. But we have to separate movie and TV shows. So okay. TV show-wise, yes, The Witcher, far and away, is the one I'm looking forward to the most. Movie-wise, as of right now, yeah, I think it's the Batman. Um, it looks really, I mean, really freaking good. I don't know. Guardians, whenever that would come out. but hmm. More of a Batman guy. 
Um, all right. Any more on Enola Holmes? No, I just watched the first uh, episode. I think it's going to be good, and I'm going to continue to watch it. I just started watching a new show that I'm very, very excited about. Stupid. It's my new jam. So I don't have uh, DirecTV anymore. I do good. have it, except I can't access it anytime from like April to the end of October because there's a tree that grows in the path <laughs> oh between the satellites <laughs> and my satellite dish. Okay. So this wasn't heard a, of a, like a, I'm maybe not like cutting a down a tree. No, you can trim it though. I'm not trimming it. You can't trim a tree. No, I'm letting it go into its glory. Oh, that's silly. Um, trim the shit out of them trees. It just makes me realize that I, there's nothing on there for me, so I don't care. You're right. There's one thing on there for me, and that's called the Chicago Bears, which I was really upset. I with. mean, they're on Fox 32. Do you not have like not in antenna? my living room? I, in my bedroom, I do, but in my living room, I don't have an antenna. Um, I don't. I haven't I run never, the coax in the crawl space, and you got it. Yeah, I'm. I haven't done it, so I don't oh. have it right now. Well, that's silly. And I wanted to watch the Bears game. Um, which was a good game. I enjoyed watching. I haven't watched a single so game yet. Um, so I had to download the CBS Now app and do the seven day free trial because you can get <laughs> the Bears games on them. And but you only get one week and you missed last week, so now your seven days is up and you can't watch <laughs> Sundays. No, I watched the game on Sunday. <laughs> oh, all right. and I'm like, oh, I get the rest of the week. I'm like, okay, well, I get a week, so I'm going to watch Star Trek Discovery. Oh, and I have been watching it, and I freaking love it. It's great. It is such a good show. It's worth paying for CBS app. It's really? like four ninety nine a month. It's worth paying for it for a couple months just to watch that show. So, that's like what... for Yellowstone, for example, I had no way to watch it because um, you have to buy it. I had to buy it. Yeah, right? that's stupid. So I have the Paramount app, but I think Paramount is such an that that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my life. You're really restricting all of the people that could be watching the show, regardless you, of the yeah. word of mouth. If you put that show on Netflix, it's going to be You would be get 100,000 more views in a week for so, this show. So I get the Paramount app because I have DirecTV, so I can sign into the Paramount app and watch it with my DirecTV login. But the only thing on there is season three. Yeah, see... This is why I haven't watched it is because they're forcing me to buy every season. Well, you're not 100% forced because um, you can watch it on the Peacock app. But I have to buy Peacock. No, it's free. It's free. Ad supported. Peacock is free. The one I downloaded was free. I didn't know that. But it was so slow and glitchy. Not worth it. it, The first episode like stopped like six times. And I'm like, I'm done with this. Yeah. I'll just buy it on Amazon because I'm not putting up with this. Yeah, and, and the show to me is not worth it to buy. It, so I bought the first season. I've only watched one episode and I haven't watched it since. And therefore, it means I don't need to spend money on this show. Yeah, it was, it's 20 bucks. Yeah, that's way too expensive. There are so many other shows that I need to yeah. finish and catch up on that I would agree. I'm not going to waste my time. The only reason I bought it is because I had a bunch of credit from my Amazon account from like doing the not two day shipping. Yeah. Because all through COVID, like the whole last four months, if you select not two-day shipping, they give you like two, sometimes $3 credits. Yeah, they do. So I've racked up like, I got like 40 bucks in credits. And guess what? The two-day shipping is non-existent. Exactly. So you might as well. But They're not going to get it. 
So anyway, so I had some credit, so I, I bought that on there. But anyway, Star Trek Discovery, I think I didn't get it all watched clearly. I've only watched five episodes, and there's a bunch more. There's two seasons, and there's 15 episodes a season. So And I, and I want to watch Star Trek Picard, too. I know. And there's a bunch of other shows on there, too, that look very good. Really? Like original shows. Like The Code? Uh, is that on there? Yeah, starring writer Jason Inman that yeah. we've had on the show. Well, also the CBS app is not just CBS. It's CBS, Comedy Central. There's like six other networks that CBS owns. Oh, really? That are all on there. The app's a little glitchy, but it works pretty well. Okay. Um, it is ad-supported unless you pay $9.99 a month, which I'm not going to. Mm-mm. So I paid. The, I haven't paid anything yeah, yet because yeah. I'm still on my free trial. But I'm going to pay the four ninety nine for a couple of months. You're out ten bucks, yeah, and I get to watch all the Star Trek, which is awesome. It is a super good show. Production value is out of this world. It's incredible. The cast is really. There's another thing Kevin Smith talked about Discovery. Did he? Oh yeah. The he, cast is great. Um, the storylines are pretty good. Oh, that's one thing that I love about it. So right away in like the third or fourth episode, they introduce. So she gets transferred to this new ship, Star Trek Discovery. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch of stuff that happens before that. You got to get watch it to get the story on that. Anyway, on the ship, and this isn't too much of a spoiler, so I'll just tell you. They have this scientist that is, and now they are basically in the middle of a war. That's the whole premise of this show, is they're like in the middle of a, the war, a war with the Klingons. So like all the Star Trek, all the Star Trek ships, which are obviously science vessels primarily, sure, and discovery vessels, have to like be transitioning into warships, basically. So this ship, the Star Trek Discovery, is a science vessel, and one of the scientists on there is working with mushrooms, mycelium, spores. Yeah, your favorite. Yes, which is awesome. Yeah. And so he's trying to, the threat on this is like the whole underpinning of the universe is like held together by this fabric of mycelium spore. Like this is like a living entity. And if you can tap into that, you can can travel. You can travel. Oh. Like instantly to any point in space and time. And so they're working on this. Wow. Now, the so they're developing an engine based on this like mushrooms basically yeah. and the this is what i think is so cool about it the scientist that is in charge of that program on the show his name is paul stamets no way lieutenant paul stamets they named the character after the guy the actual guy that does the mushroom research isn't that cool that's amazing it's super cool. I think that's amazing. And by the way, Paul Stamets has been on a Joe Ro- like multiple Joe Rogan podcasts. He is a huge mushroom, like uh, what's that even called? Like a fungus es- uh, expert? mycologist. Mycologist. And he talks a lot about uh, all of that mycology. Yeah. So this guy on the ship is uh, they call him an astromycologist. That's really cool. It is really cool. Think of being like. Anybody in today's day and age, like most people would not know that guy's name. No. But yet he has gotten himself to a place where he can be named as a person on a, on a Star Trek show. Yeah. 
It's cool. I That's recommend amazing. everybody go back and listen to the podcast with him. The first one, the Joe Rogan one. There was a later one that wasn't as good. But um, anyway, I recommend Star Trek Discovery highly. I am enjoying it. I think the production value is great. I want to watch Picard too. And they have an animated comedy called Lower Decks. That's about like the red shirt Star Wars lower oh. people. And I haven't seen any of it, so I don't know. Gosh, I don't even know about that. There's a bunch of other shows, too, on there I'm going to check out. I might stick with the CBS app. It's looking pretty wow, good so far. pretty good. Um, so that's it. That's all I've been watching. There's a bunch of... Um, I've been listening because I've been in the combine. Oh, yeah. Not a lot, but a fair amount. Guess so what's been happening l- tomorrow? 100% in the, the old auger cart. Yeah. It's all happening. Harvest is happening, It's folks. happening. So Midwest is... I'm pushing heavy Brandon into podcast Paul. world, and I've been listening, binging Joe Rogan. I've listened to a bunch. We don't have time to get into them now because we're getting over. But yep, I've listened to um, some really good ones that I'll just mention off the top that I think you should listen to. Okay, um, Douglas Murray. All right, he was really good on there. You're gonna have to text these to me tomorrow. Um, I listened to the one with Edward Snowden. I always like listening to him on there. He is an incredible speaker. He is. He's so I started listening to him. I didn't finish the episode. I only listened to maybe 10 minutes of it. But the way it's like the tone of his voice. He's his very, like, he sounds like Obama. His when he talks. Yeah, the like um the pace of his speech, like the timbre and the way he speaks. I, everything about his speech makes me want to listen to him more yeah i don't even know what he's talking about but some of his content's a little talking, dry but yeah very dry content when you're talking about like different things that, that's going on in government the stuff. only thing i don't care about with him is like he clearly has a huge ego like absolutely he is not willing to listen to other people's opinions he's like got it all figured out he's the smartest man in the world yeah according, according to according himself to himself and he is very intelligent he does seem it's very amazing how young he is for how smart he is. That's all I think about when I look at I, I've watched a lot of it on YouTube because I think he's like my age. I, I look know. at him and I'm like, how do you know any of this stuff? <laughs> right. And now he's been in basically like seclusion for so many years for like 10 years that he has to be gaining any of this knowledge completely on his own. Yeah. Like nobody is helping him. He's hiding. Also, where is he getting funded from? Like what is his funding? How does he operate? Where well, is he first getting of all, money? there would be a massive amount of people willing to donate money to him. Sure, but it has to be secret. Like he's hiding himself from the U.S. government. Still. Well, I don't think I, he mentioned in the last podcast that like, of course, they know where he is. He's like living out in the open. He's I, in Russia. Well, right, but they can't do anything to him. There. They can't extricate him. I He's, know, but, but the, they know where he is. I understand that, but the government can tap into a lot of things. Of course they can, but I mean, what are they going to do? He's in a non extradition country. Right, but they can also like stop things, like stop money coming in. Possibly, yeah. Maybe he's getting money from the Russian government. That's what I'm wondering. Like, how is he, if he's living in Russia, operating in Russia, not leaving his house? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what's happening? You can do there? a lot online. I, I personally, I think it's outrageous that he hasn't been pardoned. But, 
Right, that it's he hasn't been pardoned. Ridiculous. Because if you look at all the it's evidence, such a it's joke. like everything that he put out to in the open for people to know about is accurate and true. Yeah, well, they just came out. They were talking it on the yeah, show no, like it, two weeks ago. This Supreme Court, like not the Supreme Court, but like the finally, one step below it, the Ninth Circuit Court or yes, whatever it is, yes. had said, yeah, everything they were doing was illegal. Yeah, every single part of it was illegal. And he even said, he's like, well, this has happened multiple times before, but finally it came back around and they're like, yep, it's, it's done. This is all illegal. You're right. Yeah, but it, it didn't. What he says is just because what they were doing was illegal, it doesn't make... He did commit a crime, technically. Right. So, I mean... Which he, was like treasonous. He could come here and go to court, and he might not be prosecuted. It's not worth trying, though. It isn't, probably. Well, this I point, don't know, but... Maybe in another He should be years, pardoned, is what should happen, but... I don't know if There's a lot you, of petitions can, out to can, have him pardoned, Can you be pardoned know. if you haven't stood trial? He's never been founded guilty of anything, right. right? So what is he being pardoned of? So I guess not. I guess you would just have to stop. The, you'd have to... He'd have to win the appeals on the charges. I don't know how that works, but it would be... So the government has charges against him. You'd have to take those charges away. The government would then have to like forfeit their charges well, against him. Well, I would him, assume right? that maybe they could, the president could just pardon you of the, the charges. charges. Yeah. I think that's the way it would have to be. It wouldn't be pardon, pardoning you of uh, a sentence or pardoning you from... Yeah, it'd have to be of a sentence. Like I just you'd think have it's to be found guilty of Absolutely right? ridiculous, first of all, that Obama didn't pardon him. But I, I find it doubly ridiculous that Trump hasn't pardoned him. He pardoned Rod Blagojevich. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Who was just on a cameo video. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that one was pretty good. It is. I did listen good. to that Tim Kennedy one. That was really good. I didn't listen to it at all. You you were the one that brought it up. I just read it in an article. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I listened to Miley Cyrus. Nah. She is strange. Too much. She has a weird voice. I can't, and they talk so much about I, her I voice. Can't handle, it was a really dull podcast in general. And that's and what I was gonna say. I can't handle her really. She's just so, so manic and like not just not that interesting. She has lived a life that none of us will ever live. Yeah. Listening to this, most likely, you have never lived a life that she does. And I don't think she can bring herself down to a level of a normal life. <laughs> no. So the way she talks about things and the way she lives which a lot of people like of her superstardom are at. They just, even if they grew up in like a life that we did and then got fame later, they just get to this level where they forget about everything below them. But she didn't grow up that way. She grew up with Billy Cyrus that was already a relatively large country singer somehow. I don't really know how um, from one song. Right. And she grew up as this like star and she doesn't have a clue about regular life and she's really strange. She's very odd. She's just really, really strange. <laughs> and she has done a lot of strange things in her life 
that I will probably never experience. Yeah, she's just also not very interesting. So, and none of the podcast was interesting. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, and so, yeah, and there was a couple more I listened to. There was one I, I listened to with Jenny Kleeman. Kleeman, she wrote a book about um, technology, basically, like going forward. Didn't like, that just come out like today or yesterday? Uh, a couple of days ago, yeah. Okay, so it wasn't that a good. week ago. So I would listen to the D- Douglas Murray one. I like that one. That was good. Douglas Murray and Tim Kennedy. Tim Kennedy one was pretty good. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'll check out. Um, <coughs> I got a else? lot of tractor time coming up. Yeah, there's a bunch. He's like releasing every day. I feel like there's like two new podcasts. Have you seen his new uh, no not yet. setup? Don't go on YouTube and look at it. It's the worst. Right? Why? Oh, my gosh. That's so bad compared to his last studio. It's all red. It's like a red... Um, it's, it's red backlighting behind, like, wall mounts. So he's got, like, these wall-mounted pictures, and then there's this red backlighting behind it. But the whole studio is red around him. He's in Texas now instead of L.A., and it's just awful. It looks awful. Every comment you look at is like, ditch the studio, man. Like, we love the podcast. Your studio is horrible. What are you doing? I love there's this one picture. Um, it's really, it's not There's a GIF pleasant. next to a studio, and there's a GIF of when Kramer opens the door in Seinfeld to the Kenny Rogers. To the Kenny, yes. That's what it looks like. That's exactly what it looks like. It's awful. It's not good. Hmm. I'll have to check it out. I don't know why he is allowing this because he's a. Sm- I feel like Joe Rogan is a smart man when it comes to his business, and this well, this is a mistake. If you're going to continue the video stuff, which he is on Stitcher, he, yeah, he needs to stop. Hmm. Well, so, and anyway, uh, for Snarf Talk this week, that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. So our uh, talk week this week, I've been Chris. You don't want to talk about Patreon? Or? Oh, sure. Go ahead. So we do, we do as as Snarf Comics or Snarf Talk have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Snarf Comics. You can subscribe at a $1 level, a $5 level, $10, whatever you want to do. Um, every level that you go up, you get more stuff. We will give you a um, bundle of Snarf. If you're at that level, you will also get extra content that we put out on uh, Patreon, which is what we talked about earlier. So we may have different podcasts where we just put them out on Patreon and you don't ever hear them live. So if you subscribe to that and support us a little bit, it gives you more content. Um, We also have the t-shirts, sweatshirts. We're doing the coloring contest that will come up in five weeks. Four weeks. Four weeks. Four weeks you have to turn in your picture. You can email those to us. So don't mail them to us unless you win. Email them to us at info at snarfcomics.com. We will then look at those pictures, uh, judge them, decide the winner. You will be notified if you're the winner, and that is when we want you to mail us your drawing. Yes, so if will you have stand a tube, in judgment of you. Correct. We are going to judge you, your character, and your drawing. (laughs) But if they have been mailed to you, keep your tube. um, And if you've won, put them back in the tube. We'll mail them back, and we will get them. And they will hang in our studio as the 
overall winner. Yes. And we will tell everyone you're the best colorer Next of all to time. our new Swamp Thing poster. Correct. That I have to buy a frame for. Um, other than that, yeah, I'm good. For Snarf Talk this week, I've been Chris. I am Jerry. See you. See you.